Welcome back to the Racial Draft Podcast. I am your host, Michael Ford. I am joined by my co-host, Kia. Hello. And we're, we have a special guest this week. We have uh, from the multi, sorry, from the Latinx delegation, Martine. Oh, he tried to put you on my team because we win. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Martine, our friend. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I we're... just want to say that Martine um, is down with British girls, and uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're cute and British, he's all about oh that. God. Holla at him. What's your What's your Twitter handle, Martine? I'm not saying that right now. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, don't worry, I'll look it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump right into it. So, uh, oh you know, I, apologies in advance for all the right. show. This is going to be very unstructured. But uh, you know, we want to we want to get right off the bat cover some of our racial draft business. L- this past week, we had a head we had our another week of head to head challenges. This week, head to head challenges were the multiracial delegation versus the Jewish delegation, the Native American delegation versus the white delegation, the Polynesian delegation versus the Latinx delegation, and the main event, the Asian delegation versus the Black delegation. And uh, right off the bat, let's let's get it started with the first showdown: the multiracial delegation against the Jewish delegation. I um, hi Annie. Be, I will be scoring uh, live on the podcast uh, because that has been one of the things that has been slowing up our recording uh, this week. It, uh, the multiracial lineup were Wonder Woman, Catwoman, Harley Quinn, Captain Marvel, and Black Widow. Wonder Woman came through with. 14 total points. That's not too shabby, eh? Catwoman came through with 13 total points. Dom, Daniel, Dom. Harley Quinn, no points this week. Okay, try again. <laughs> I, Cat- I didn't get what you said. <laughs> no points for Harley Quinn this week. It was the first, first week of no Harley Quinn points ever, I think. What? Uh, Mother... Walker, I sound like I'm down. <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel, one point. Babe. And Black Widow, no points. That so, hurts mine. I know it's very, it was very disappointing showing, but the total points this week for the multiracial delegation are 28 points. All right, let's see what. <laughs> let's see what the let's see what the Jewish delegation had in store for you. Their lineup was Apocalypse, Supergirl, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Star Girl. Sorry, it's not Star Girl, Starfire. Yeah. Apocalypse. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Apocalypse gave that team. Please feel free to speak amongst yourself while I do these while I do these scores. I don't think you're really about that. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because, you know, we got a lot to talk about. Martin. Martin, what do you want to talk about? It's Martin. 
my dean, I, you know, I, I got an accent, so, you know, I can't really it, say it right. You're jumping from, like, bad Cockney <laughs> to bad Australian. Like, Every so one. You're also naughty. <laughs> You're so naughty. So, yeah. Apocalypse, <laughs> Apocalypse scored six total points. <laughs> She-Hulk scored zero points. Supergirl also scored zero points. Moon Knight also scored zero points. And Starfire came through with a total of, wait for it, wait for it. Oops. Side already. <laughs> that was a good one, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, not really. No. <laughs> no. No. I'll be back. Uh, <laughs> Starfire came through with five points. So, the Jewish delegation came through with a grand total of eleven points. Therefore, Go Annie. Therefore, the for the winner of the first showdown. 20 by a score of 28 to 11. Take a bow, multiracial delegation. Wait, hold on. Take a bow. The night is over. This yeah, masquerade I, is. I definitely walked into that and I apologize. Um, <laughs> so the oh next showdown. I think I'm ready for the voice. So the next showdown is the native delegation against the white delegation. Oh, I don't know who to, I don't know who to, know who to cheer for. I don't know. So the lineup, the lineup for the Native American delegation are Hulk, Poison Ivy, Ghost Rider, Bane, and Adam Warlock. Conspicuous no Spider-Man his... again. Are you effing kidding me? I mean, the Native, I don't know what their issue is with Spider-Man. I don't know why they don't like Spider-Man, but. Yet another Do you week. think that like they lost Spider-Man or something? Are they are they are they punishing Spider-Man for not helping? Or, I don't know. No, Spider-Man helped them. That's the only reason know. why they like didn't come in last. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, this makes the scoring very easy for them this week. Because zero, right? Zero um, for everybody. <laughs> no, the Hulk. <laughs> the Hulk came through with five total points. Okay. There you go. Now comes that now that's it. I'm sorry. Uh, five points for the Hulk. Zero points for Poison Ivy. Zero points for Ghost Rider. Zero points for Bane. And zero points for Adam Warlock. Um, however, the white delegation. I wonder what the total is. <laughs> <laughs> so the white delegation's lineup was Flash, Superboy, Damian Wayne, Barbara Gordon, and Reed Richards. Where is Sean? Does anyone want to guess how many of their play? I mean, I haven't done the scores yet, so it's going to be fun. Over under, there's five people, right? So, yeah. how many of their players are going to outscore the uh, Native American delegation by themselves? Mm. I don't want to make an inappropriate joke. I'm just trying to see how long they've been colonizing. <laughs> like, um... <laughs> I think that they'll probably score at least 20 points. No, no, that's not what I'm asking. I'm saying oh. of the five characters, how many of the the five characters will outscore the Hulk? Mm. It was Barry Allen, Three. Superboy, Damian Wayne, 
Barbara and Reed Richards. Uh, Reed Richards. Three. So yeah, uh, Kia three. says three. Martine, how many do you say? More than five points. I think it's gonna be. Is it all of them? <laughs> we shall find out. But that's—is that gonna be your final answer? Yeah, sure. Cause like he's got two members of the Bat Family in there. Superboy's in there. Barry Allen's in there. He's got his own series. And then uh, Mr. Here, here are you in a wind stuff. tunnel right now? Are you in a wind tunnel right now? Nope, I'm not even moving. Okay. It went away. Sort of. Um, all right. Well. Might, might be Martine breathing. The Flash, <laughs> one point. Okay, never mind. So there so there goes your, there goes your uh, five out of five. Oh, my God. I could win, though. <laughs> Next up, Superboy. Superboy. Don't do anything, Superboy. Don't do nothing. Superboy came through with okay. a total of eight points. Okay. So that's one character that outscored the Hulk by himself. Next up, Damian Wayne. Zero. Damian Wayne. Zero points. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool. This is, you know, cool. Barbara Gordon's next. Okay. Um, she probably like three points or something. Barbara Gordon, the grand total of seven points. Woo! Martine. Uh-huh. Martine, you, you're going to have to send me a dollar through Cash App, Martine. <laughs> <laughs> And, I'm sorry, I'm poor right now. And the final <laughs> character is Mr. Fantastic, a.k.a. Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. He scored a grand total of... Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> As he does it right now. <laughs> Ten points. So I won. Uh, yeah, you won. You successfully predicted that three of the characters... Without score, and I just want to take this moment to remind everybody. I also, I also predicted that I was the front runner. I also predicted that I was going to win, and I just want to say that my psychic powers are real, and I will be creating a one eight hundred number very soon. Thank you. Uh, if they had, <laughs> you know, Kia. if they had actually <laughs> selected Spider Man, he would have given them thirteen additional points. They have not selected Spider Man once. It's like they forgot he was on their team. Wasn't he their like, first pick, too? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know what, what it is that Joaquin has against Spider-Man. But it looks like we may be joined by a member of the Native American delegation to explain, but not Joaquin. <laughs> oh. You... So we're joined by an illustrious member of the Native American delegation, May. Can you hear us? Oh. Not connected yet? Um, It looks like it connected. It looks like she's connected. Well, we'll wait for her to Maybe she didn't turn on the mic. Maybe she's muted. It looks like she's muted. 
No. Not mute. Oh. She's muted. Oh, not muted. Not muted. May, are you with us? Mm. Well, she's she's toying with our emotions. <laughs> we will find that was a out. Good one, right? What we will find out. Really what... That was good, mm. right? It's it's getting not, better. It's not. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Awful. It's not <laughs> awful. Yeah, completely. Ah, I'm gonna really work on this. Well, when when May wants to speak for the Native American delegation, we will give her the floor. But we will press on to the next showdown. That is your squad, Martine, mm -hmm. the Latinx de delegation, taking on the Polynesian delegation, led by <laughs> our friend Tomati. Um. Do you see Tomati's shot out on Twitter? He put Kia and then something after it. Um, this week, the scoring for Polynesian <laughs> delegation. Uh, I, sh I should tell you the lineup first. Valkyrie, Storm, Blue Marvel, Scarlet Witch, and Sunspot. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Hey, Hi. welcome. May. Hey. How are Hello. you? Guys? We haven't heard from you in a while. How how's it, how have you been? Oh my gosh, I've been so busy, but I've been kind of, I'm trying to keep tabs on you guys on Discord, so. So we were just, we were just talking about how, uh, you know, I don't know how closely you've been following our head-to-head -head showdowns, um, where you pick five characters each week from, that you've drafted, and we were just lamenting the fact that you guys have just forgotten about Spider-Man. What, what 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 happened? What where's the love for everybody's favorite wall crawler? Ah, uh, you're gonna have to get on Joaquin about that one. I uh, <laughs> I had to hand the rings over to him past well, couple of weeks. I mean, I don't know. He might have to hand those rings back. <laughs> right? Because because if those rings don't include Spider Man, then they're not they're nobody's rings. Well, um, well hopefully <laughs> hopefully this week, since you're with us, since you've joined us, hopefully this week you'll give us, you know, your take on which characters are your favorite and which ones you want to score with in, in week five. Uh, let me just make sure, let me give you a heads up on who you're, you'll be taking on in this week. You'll be taking on the Jewish delegation this week. Uh, shout out to Annie. So, uh, you know. Exactly. So you know, for for the ladies, rep rep for the ladies and and and, and give us five good characters. <laughs> but uh, so so we're we've been doing for the for the last little bit is is I've been scoring these showdowns, uh, the week four showdowns live on the podcast. So right now we're up to the Polynesian delegation against the Latinx delegation. The Polynesian delegation did their part, making the scoring very easy. By, uh, <laughs> uh, by not showing up. <laughs> Valkyrie, Storm, Blue Marvel, Scarlet Witch, and Sunspot all put up zero points. So a grand total of zero points for the Polynesian delegation. Do you oh, think wow. that's why Tomati is just not showing his face anymore? Like, you know, I... shout out to Tomati. I mean, he can write a story about why... <laughs> 
why his team doesn't. All of a sudden, like the time difference. He's like, but the time difference, though. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, we, 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 we kid, we kid, but season two is coming, and hopefully in season two, Tomati will make his presence felt yet again. But uh, let's see. Of, of the characters in the Latinx delegation, how many of them do we want? Do we think are going to score more than zero points? Uh, Kia. Well, now that I'm a psychic, I think. Wait, what were the? What were oh the yeah, I should tell you what the characters yeah. are. Sue yeah, Storm, <laughs> Sue Storm, Miles Morales, Aquaman, Superman, and one Wolverine. Sorry. Four. Four. You say four of five will score more than zero points. What about you, May? I'm gonna say. Three. Three out of five. And I am going to abstain because I've seen the scores, but I have not totaled the scores. So we'll start with Sue Storm. Sue Storm scored a total of nine points. Nine points for Sue Storm. Came out the gate strong. Miles Morales. Scored a grand total of three points. That's still more than zero, though. <laughs> Aquaman scored a grand total of nine points. Oh, my gosh. Superman. <laughs> Superman. This week, Superman only put up one point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm tickled by that. <laughs> that was a, that was a shocker. That was definitely a shocker. <laughs> That's what he said. And Wolverine, <laughs> our friend Logan. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Controversial. Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Zero points. Did I did I do it again? Am I two for two? Am I two for two? Guys, my one eight hundred number is. I just actually, you know what? My cell phone number is. Uh, send me cash app. I am an obvious. I'm obviously a psychic. I'm I'm a psychic. Yep. I have so the gift. So that is a grand total of twenty two points for the Latinx delegation. Martin, do you want to know your future? Do you want to know your future, Martin? No, I'm good. Okay. All right. You just let me know. May? Do you want to know your future? <laughs> that is 22 points for the winner. 22-2-0. Now it's time for our main event. Main event. It's, it's just arbitrary because it's the last one. Uh, the Asian delegation versus the Black delegation. The lineups for the Asian delegation versus the Black delegation are Domino, Joker, Doom, Reverse Flash, and Red Hood for the Black delegation, and Batman, Iron Man, Nightwing, Lex Luthor, and Professor X for the Black delegation. Let's start with the Black delegation, shall we? All right. Domino, zero points. <laughs> Joker. Two points. Zero points. Really? Wow. Like, wow. 
Doctor Doom. Zero points. Seven. Oh. Seven points for oh. Doctor Doom. That's a nice change. Doctor Doom has shown up. Oh, where are thou, thou Doctor Doom? Reverse Flash. Reverse yeah. <laughs> Flash, sorry, though. Martin. Zero points for the Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. And Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Shockingly. Shockingly. Zero points. Wow. Wow. I know. So that's a grand total of seven points for the Black Delegation. So, yet again, let's let's talk through the Asian delegation: Batman, Iron Man, Nightwing, Lex Luthor, and Professor X. How many of those characters will outscore the Black delegation all on their own? Wait, you said Batman. Batman's a given. Batman, yeah. Iron Man, Nightwing, Lex Luthor, and Professor X. I'm gonna say uh, three. I'll say four. That's a good one. I, I, right. I, I first heard four in my mind, but I went with three. I don't know why. Could be my psychic powers. I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Martine? Okay. Um, assuming I can't just pick a number that was already chosen, I'm going to say two. No, you can pick whatever. You can pick yeah, whatever you, can you pick want. Whatever. Okay. I mean, if you want to Three, come probably. Uh, see, Martine believes in me. Cash up, All Martine. Right. Cash up. <laughs> so we'll start off with Batman. I'll we'll put up 32 points. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> so disrespectful. 32 points for the bat. Um, I swear, next next season, for I don't care what I get, I will steal Batman. Like, <laughs> I get first pick again. Batman is on my list. I don't care about anybody else. Batman. <laughs> the next character... Iron Man. How many points did Iron Man give you? 24 points for Iron that's, Man. That's disgusting. <laughs> Two billionaires. <laughs> this is it's a great, great time for billionaires, apparently. Um, <laughs> that's what Jay-Z said. <laughs> Nightwing. Wait for it. Wait for it. I like I like how he he's you know trying to get us to be like all hype, but really he's just taking his time, <laughs> <laughs> typing in zero. Uh, Twenty points. For oh, Nightwing. oh, I was wrong. I was so wrong. Yeah, no, Nightwing definitely was going to be one of the only other ones. I think. Okay, and the rest uh, are in zero. Lex, zero. Lex Luthor? Yeah. Ten points. Oh, Shut okay. up! And the Name's last right. character is Professor X, who has... Wait for it. Three points. Oh, yeah. Professor X. Yeah, oh, we right. were all wrong. No, so because uh, it was like who would beat the uh, right. black delegation, delegation seven, and they yeah. had seven, so May was right. right. So four out of the oh, five. Oh, wow, so you were right. Good yes. job, May. 
I'm, I'm glad I transferred my psychic ability to you for that moment. <laughs> You're welcome. You can you can call both May and I. Cash up only. That's all we accept. So okay, this week, so this week with a grand total of 89 points, the Asian delegation mollywops the black delegation by a score of 89 to seven. The black delegation would have outscored a couple of teams combined. Yeah. But uh but it doesn't, doesn't count now. I just want to point that out. Right. Doesn't change the fact <laughs> doesn't change the fact that the season that the season champion is still is still the multiracial delegation, but you know, it does bear asking, where was all this scoring during the uh where was all this scoring during the regular season? Right. But um, thankfully not not present or accounted for. <laughs> but yeah, let's. I mean, what I didn't do is I didn't go through some of the scores that could have been uh, could have been utilized by some of the characters who didn't. I did that for Spider Man. Spider Man uh, left thirteen. He's thirteen points left on the bench of the Native American delegation. Daredevil for the Polynesian delegation. Eight points. Oh, yeah. eight- Eight points. Just I sitting. forgot they had Daredevil. Yeah. I like... think the Polynesian delegation forgot as well. <laughs> Wait, Who did else? they put Namor in there though? They did not put Namor in there. Oh, okay. Uh, who else was forgotten about? You know who was forgotten about? Sadly, um, fourteen points for Spider Woman left on the bench. Ooh, that was, that was um, the Jewish delegation. The Jewish delegation. Yeah. They would have given me a run for my money. They would have given you a run for the money. That's correct. Instead, instead they uh, fell fell quite short. Mm-hmm. Choose more wisely in the, in the in the next rounds. Who else was left? You got your Catwoman points. Nightwing. Did his thing. That was mostly it. That was mostly it. All right, guys. Wait. Wait. Okay. We're still here. (laughs) I want to make sure that I did that. Okay. Yes. Sorry. My scoring was was proper. As as always, these scores are not. These scores are never official until the Fantasy Comics League. Our friend Mm -hmm. Sean. Uh, puts their official stamp on on the on the scores, but I I, I think that some of the zero scores are probably not going to change. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into our news. Has anyone been paying attention to nerd news this week? I'm on vacation, so I'm not going to be paying attention to nothing. So <laughs> that's sorry. okay. That is that's fine. I mean, that's what I'm here for. Uh, I may as well jump into some, I guess, for the listeners, not quite breaking news, but breaking news uh, from from where we sit. Hawkeye, the uh, Hawkeye Disney Plus series, uh, will be filming. Nice. Oh yeah, that's one of your characters. Yeah. Uh, sadly. Uh, Let's see. Let's see what how many points Hawkeye scored this week, because he did score. Uh, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Hawk. 
Oh, I was wrong. Hawkeye didn't score this week. Sorry, oh. that was last week. Um, but anyway, so Hawkeye uh, has a Disney Plus series that's coming, and they're filming in Atlanta. They uh, Marvel has their studio in Atlanta, but I guess because they have other other um, promotions, sorry, other productions in that studio, they're using a guest studio. And can uh, I'm not going to make you guess. They're going to be using Tyler Perry Studios. I knew it. <laughs> They're going to be knew using. I was going to actually say it if you're the latest guess. <laughs> I drove past the sign for Tyler Perry Studio when I was down in Hotlanta. I, I don't think people down there actually call it Hotlanta, Kia. Um. um <laughs> I think they do. That's where I got it from. I swear. Okay, I think they were pulling your leg. But um, yes. Yeah, so Tyler Perry, no, no word on whether um, that means that Medea will will become a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I'm kind of I mean, hoping it that it sounds happens. like a Tyler Perry thing, though. Like I, I Medea just coming out of nowhere. Yeah, Medea. What are you guys doing? Hell no. I mean, that, that's the that one stipulation Martin? to use. The was, that, was, that, was that a better accent, Martine? <laughs> Medea and the Multiverse of Madness. Let's make it happen, people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they have, that's 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 a story. There, there's not much else to the story except for that. But I'm hoping, fingers crossed, Disney Plus meets meets the uh, Tyler Perry Cinematic Universe. Yay. Hawkeye, is that a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, guys, I hate to cut it short. I'm actually driving home right now. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you for, for checking Thanks in on us, May. And make sure that this week you get Spider-Man up in there. Make yeah. sure. Well, <laughs> I know Joaquin's been busy with um, his community. And, right. Um, and I, I've been so busy as well. My my organization that I started mm-hmm. is blowing up like crazy. It's, it's well, we'd love to have you on to talk about the things that your organization are, are, are working on. You know, any anything that we can do to extend our platform to yours. You know, just just hit me up. We'll we'll make it happen. I sure will. We just actually got done filming a documentary. About oh wow, it. that's awesome. Yeah, so we can, you know, if our community can can extend can extend our our reach to give you, you know, give your community more more of a platform, just yeah, just let us know. Share it with us. Share it in our in our Discord or in our chat threads, and we'll make sure that that more people get to see it. Awesome. For sure. Yeah. Well, it was good talking to you guys. Uh, make it next week. I'll I'll get with Joaquin and try to get him back on the ball with this. All right, <laughs> that's awesome. Spider-Man back in there. <laughs> At the very least. At the very least. <laughs> All right. All right, All right guys, Take care. Take Bye. care. Bye. Oh, we love May. We love May. Yeah, she's so sweet. She should be like the actual captain, you know. Well, remember, we're not we're not doing the captain thing in season two. We're... What? Yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I blacked out because you know <laughs> I was too busy winning. Um, so, like, is it just to the people? Like, 
No, I mean they'll still be. Spoke, I mean, they'll still be representatives and spokespersons for the for the delegation. It just won't be titled captain. Okay, well I'm just gonna say for anybody who wants to speak to the multiracial delegation, that I will have to see your 23andMe in order to know and verify that you are multiracial. I mean. Is there some sort of paperback? Is there sort of paperback component to this? <laughs> hey, I just threw it out there. Twenty-three and me sponsor racial draft. What's up? Oh well, all right. Let's let's move on to another. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to another story. I'm trying to help which, you out. God. This is this is only a partial superhero story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's super powered cars. Um, those are you a fan of the Fast and the Furious franchise? Uh, yes, can we get a Vendrusel? Like, if you are, you understand that those guys are all about superpowers in their vehicles. And mm-hmm. uh, all about, he is power everywhere. <laughs> so, we now know the end date or the end movie in this illustrious franchise. Uh, Fast, we're, Fast 9 was supposed to come out this year before COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. Cock blocked it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's still due to come out next spring. But the final, there will be two more movies in the Fast and Furious franchise, which means we all assume that Fast X, aka Fast 10, would be the would be the final movie. But in fact, it's Fast 11 will be mm. will be the final movie, and Justin Lin, our favorite director for the franchise, will be directing the final two, which, which I think will put him at a total of six of the movies. Is Justin Lin like single? Like I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I I need I, I'm gonna need to do some research on that. To yeah, figure I'm out just saying. Like you know, sometimes people forget about producers. Producers are no, he's directing. He's directing. Or directors, I mean, yeah, directors are really important too. Wink, yeah, wink. So, and you know, one one of the things <laughs> that Justin Lin uh, is very no is very good for. He's bringing back Han. We're getting justice for Han. Um, yes. So that's a that's the other one of the bigger stories of the week getting getting Han getting our 10th and 11th movies in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Now I wish I could turn this into a question but I kind of can't. <laughs> <laughs> what else what else happened in the, in the nerd news? I guess we can talk about the infamous the infamous Snyder cut. Apparently everybody's coming back. Everybody that wants to come back is getting is getting some of that sweet AT&T Warner Brothers money to be part of these reshoots. Yeah. Um, who who's Jared Leto, the the, the Joker from yeah. the Suicide Squad movie. He's coming back. Deathstroke. Really? I didn't I don't know if I really liked him. I think a lot of people share your feeling on that Joker. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because Scott Snyder, I mean Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder says it's my cut. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Well, I think I don't like him because he really didn't commit afterwards <laughs> to the real Joker, like you know, thing, yeah, you know, where they go a little crazy and. Oh, you mean he should have killed himself? Is that what you're, is that what you're trying <laughs> to get at? Did not say that. Whoa, whoa, my, I mean, whoa! It, it really whoa. seemed like. You guys, you guys, I'm sorry. Can we talk about that? Mike just said he should have killed him. Should he? Should he have killed himself? I said dick last time, and everybody goes whoa when I say dick. He literally just said something so motherfucking inappropriate, and nobody says nothing. 
Nothing. <laughs> I just want to point that out. I just want to. I just want to point that out, just in case you guys missed that. I was just asking. <laughs> I was. I was asking questions. I wasn't making. Uh, I was just trying to figure out what you were alluding to when you were saying he wasn't. I was saying that he really Joker didn't commit to, to Joker. Like afterwards, they at least go and like you know get therapy. Like I didn't hear about his therapy. Uh, I mean, one of the stories, sadly, about his his uh, performance and how he pre prepared the performance is that he terrorized other people on the set of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and that doesn't make him a good Joker. That just makes him a bully. <laughs> true it does make him an asshole but uh it <laughs> i said like... bully i want to point that out again once again i said bully mike said asshole and there was no whoa <laughs> <laughs> just pointing that out well jared leto or leto or whatever you want to call yourself you know i hope i hope that you bring something different to this role than uh and that <laughs> All power to all the people who continue to uh, promote the Snyder Cut and want to see the unvarnished vision of Zack Snyder. You're getting, you're getting your wish. Um, pretty much everybody if, that you might want uh, will get to appear in this movie if you want it bad enough. Uh, like I said before, Joe, um, Joe Manginello uh, will be returning as Deathstroke. Uh, he was he was actually he, he showed some promise. He he, he filled out the suit. And I, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of <laughs> That's him. That's an understatement. He filled that out all right. I mean he not in him. not in the magic Mike sense of the of the word, but you know Oh he oh he still filled it out though. I know I remember Mike, I remember us talking about it and you couldn't let up about how he filled it out, actually. Um allegedly. But um <laughs> I mean I feel like Deathstroke sounds like someone who might be in Magic Mike, if we think about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I had a boyfriend whose nickname was that. So, yeah. you know, more power. Again, they wanted to release the Snyder Cut, and they're going to get it. They're going to get it released all they're over. They're going to release it all. <laughs> it's going to be released <laughs> all over us. <laughs> and, oh, Martin, uh, you know that's funny. You know it is. <laughs> so... Uh. So speaking of Snyder's release, um, <laughs> there's also there has also been some I don't know if we can call it news as much as innuendo about the Black Adam movie. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, we we have a stake in the Black Adam movie because of Black Hawkman and uh, you know the new the the Space Wakanda as we've been calling it, uh, Thanagar. And um, there is there there's some some rumors about a character named Doctor Fate. Uh, as our as our resident DC expert, Martine, uh, yep. maybe you can give us give the the audience a little bit of insight into Doctor Fate character. Which one? Like, uh, like the main one, probably. I mean, you can talk about the character, you know, the lineage okay. of the Doctor Fate if you want. If you want. Well, I think the most likely scenario they're gonna go with is probably Kent Nelson. Kent Nelson. Uh, uh, Sounds like a very white man. He is a very, he is a very white man. Yeah. Wow. He, Maybe I'm he has red hair though. He's still white. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, 
the Doctor Fate is the character. Like, he becomes Doctor Fate by putting on the helmet of Fate, which okay. is actually was a uh, by it was kind of like empowered by the Lord of Order known as Nabu. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's uh, now Nobu. Nobu doesn't Nobu sound African. Yeah, he sounds very. So in other words, it's a relic that was stolen from Africa and then taken and yeah. Used what what by are what are no what are Nobu's <laughs> origins? What would you say Nobu's origins are? Uh, Nabu's origins. Oh, Nabu's uh, Nabu. <laughs> Uh, nipple? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Kia. Is it is it European? Is 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 Nabu European? Uh, Are you being funny? I, I don't believe so. Okay, so so uh, so it's a story of a white man who takes an artifact <laughs> from somewhere not not the West, and it and he gives him powers. If if I'm understanding that, and mm-hmm. and and, and, he, and it turns him into. Doctor Fate. So if it's the f- any consolation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he puts the helmet on, he's not really in control. Oh, so this oh, so this like Eastern African, <laughs> well, you know, native Take there, Take power there. takes control <laughs> over the white man's self. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, like. Like the name Nabu was so like messing the He couldn't really harness it. Like he, like the white man, really couldn't control uh, that power. Right. You know, like. But he still, he still sought to possess it. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you said he's a god of chaos. He's a lord of order. A lord of order. Order. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. But he's also, I mean, Doctor Fate, the the character is mm-hmm. is kind of like he's he's I would say the dc equivalent to doctor strange right in terms of sorcery. yeah they're they're both like basically each company's like sorcerer supremes mm-hmm. basically right yeah so he puts but his hood would on be better oh no i mean helmet sorry not hood not not but it, it, it but it's it's kind of it's... <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sorry anything coming from africa is definitely not a hood let's i know but i mean like... I, no but if you look at the, i mean i'm just saying you look he's a wizard a grand wizard one might say <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no! He's a he's and a he's grand. Gonna the, he's gonna be in the movie with the black guy. The he's black, a he's a grand wizard, a <laughs> white grand wizard. takes from from potentially ancient peoples, takes their power, and um and and lords Calls it over it his own, and lords it over <laughs> as as a order, right? Like yeah, he's so yeah okay. He brings order to to the world. Using his uh, golden, his golden helmet and his uh, his, his grand. I wizard. wonder if he started the Illuminati. <laughs> you know, cool, very cool, Kent Nelson. I mean, I, I feel I feel secure with this, like you know, story. You know, like I don't know, yeah. <laughs> just. And and he was he was from the normal ni- to me. He's from like the 1940s, right? That was like definitely the original, a... the original, like Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nineteen forty. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, definitely. Because that's that's the kind of leader they needed in the nineteen forties for sure. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> needed to to put things in order, put people <laughs> in their places. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, so Doctor Fate might be coming to Black Adam, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt. No doubt to bring uh, some some white man power into the some some white power, if you will, <laughs> like, to, to the to the to the festivities. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> so no, but but so according to according to some casting um, sh- call sheets that have mm-hmm. been circulating, it, these are just rumors. These are not not necessarily confirmed, but they it, they are looking for a quote unquote Sam Rockwell type yeah. to play. Are you familiar with Sam Rockwell, Kia, the actor? I uh, no, I am not. Fun fact: Is Sam he Rockwell, is he attra- is he attractive? He's, he's he's what you would call unconventionally attractive. Um, like but, what? Does he have like a lazy eye or something? There's something wrong um, with lazy eyes. I'm just you saying. Know, you, you, you can work the Google if you want. But notable Sam Rockwell has played many racist characters before. Oh wait, maybe I do know that guy. Yeah, he was also. You might know him from the Marvel movies. Uh, he was in Iron Man two playing Justin, um, Hammer. Justin Hammer. Great perf- I actually do do like um, Sam Rockwell as an actor. Mm-hmm. But um, he does play a lot of racists very well. Oh yeah, because I believe him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So they're they're not looking for Sam Rockwell himself because he's a little bit older than what yeah. they're looking for. They're looking for a younger man who has some of that Sam Rockwell energy. Mm-hmm. So if you're a white man and you can conceivably play a racist, or a black man, perhaps, perhaps there's a, a role as Kent Nelson, uh, wizard, grand grand wizard um, of the DC. <laughs> Of the DC universe. <laughs> if the hood fits, okay. <laughs> if, the, if the hood fits, then perhaps mm-hmm. you can bring bring your 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 order to, to the black to the black movie. Um, Don't let Black Adam get away with all that power. <laughs> I do think it's important to mention that there's a there's a new black there's a sorry there's a new Doctor Fate. Um, I don't know a lot about the new Dr. Fate, except that he's not a white man. Um, Khalid Nusar, I think, is his name. Khalid. Okay. Yeah. So he sounds like he's from uh, the Middle East. The Middle East. Um, if memory serves me, I believe. Uh, uh, let me quickly mm-hmm. um, take a look. Yes, Egyptian American. Egyptian American. Wow. Yeah. And mm. and what's his relationship to Naboo? They're getting they're getting closer to giving back the power. <laughs> uh, uh, mm. So, like he gets the the helmet right. from the Bastet. That's I believe that's how it's pronounced. Okay. Uh, the, he gets it from that, and then um, he is related, I guess, to Kent Nelson because um. It's later revealed that uh, I'm just because after mm-hmm. I had to look his up his name. Later revealed that Khalid's mother is Kent Nelson's niece. Okay, so so he's not he's not he's like multiracial then, like he's he's yeah, Middle Eastern, that, but he's got a little white somewhere in there, like you know a little little bit of Kent, a little bit of Kent in his life. We all do. Of, we yeah. all do. <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool. So he's descent. He's part of the line. He's part yeah, of the line. It's, he's, it's like a keeping in the family thing. Got it. You know, but he's not from West Virginia um, or Westeros. <laughs> um, but he is keeping in the family. But and like, how long has he been the new Doctor Fate? That were the current Doctor Fate. He, I think he's been around since twenty. No, he's been around um, he's about a decade, I think. Okay. So so luckily. Luckily, he precedes Donald Trump's presidency. You know, he he he's he's he got in there way before 
Um, so it, so the protesters didn't get involved. But yeah, I mean, what's his, what's his character's name again? One more time. Khalid. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Khalid Ben Hassin. Uh, there's another Martin. one that's Khalid Nusar who was in 2015. So that's, I think that's the, no, yeah, there's like, I think different Khalids. Wait, so they, 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 they did a double Khalid? They did there's Khalid? A, in, yeah, okay. There's a, that's Khalid Ben Hassin, mm-hmm. who is the grandson of Kent. Uh-huh. And then there's Khalid Nus, Nas, Nasur, who right. is the grand nephew uh, of Kent. Wait, so there's so he has two Khalids in his family, and they're both <laughs> interesting. They're both, yeah. They're both what, Mike? No, I was no. What I was saying is that they're both related. They're both related yeah. to Kent. Mm-hmm. So Kent has two Khalids. So it's, so according to Wikipedia, nobody wanted to name him Kent, huh? Khalid. So, Cleed's the real name, but Kent didn't work out for anybody, huh? So according to Wikipedia, yeah, the Ken Khalid Ben Asin is from the New Fifty Two version. Yeah, which we 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 don't we don't know where New Fifty Two fits in the continuity anymore, right? Yeah, it's I think there's like a soft reboot by now. Right. Like, who's to say what happens? Yeah, now? so he might have disappeared into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so Khalid happened. Khalid Nasur is the yeah. current, and he's up as of June 2015. So he he just got in there under the wire, in uh, before America was made great again. And um, so he's an Egyptian American medical student. So he's a doctor, who's so he's even before he was Doctor Fate, I have he was a doctor. He was <laughs> Doctor Nasur. So mm-hmm. that's cool because Kent Nelson, I'm guessing, was was he? Oh, was he a doctor? He was an archaeologist. So. Oh, it might so be like, like a doctor writ. Mm, he was, I guess, he was a doctor. But are we sure he had a PhD? I have no clue. Uh, I don't you know, think, I don't think he did. Um, yeah, because he was in the 1940s. They might not have made people get their doctorates before they just went out colonizing and archaeologizing. Yeah, he was. His his, his dad was the archaeologist. Kent was just okay. along with along for the ride. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm gonna guess that he has a doctorate in Caucasity, and um, and that's where he that that's how that's how he becomes a doctor. Whereas, it does it doesn't mention that there is a, a Kent V. Nelson who is mm-hmm. a doctor. Well, since we're in the realm of Egypt, just want to point out in real mm-hmm. news. That fifty-nine ancient coffins were found, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. None of them were opened, right? Because I it sounds like they are, which just sounds it's terrifying to me, at least. Yeah, I was gonna say, if only twenty twenty hadn't shown us that doing things that we're not supposed to do will lead to bad consequences. If only, <laughs> if only. So, uh, people who find us a hundred years later and listen to this podcast. Um, just know that we were warned and, and, uh, we should have known better, uh, future technological overlords, but we, we don't, we didn't know better. 
we well we, we knew were better, but the people in power, white people, uh, didn't. <laughs> they said, "Oh, let's look at that." You know, like every scary movie. Like, yeah. oh, I hear a sound. Let's check it out. Yeah, as they as they call it, white man science. White man science. <laughs> okay, so is, uh, looking it up. Huh? Like, Can't Nelson. No, looking it up. Kent Nelson is also a physician. Oh, the original Kent Nelson. Yeah. So are you uh, talking that, about the character or the actual person? The Kent Nelson, the character, okay. is a, is a, is also like a doctor, physician wise. Like so, Got same it. kind. All right, all right, doctor. fair enough, fair enough. So it really is like kind of like Doctor Strange. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. All right, he's a he's a doctor. He's a doctor of uh of grand of grand wizardry. Maybe he's grand a gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like that's a that's a different kind of sorcerer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what else what else is happening in the world of new york news i feel like oh you know what else so shang chi the movie yeah. that uh will bring the character shang chi to the mcu they recently wrapped filming i know that there were some um set photos that confirmed that they're going to be doing some filming in san francisco i know they're you know, Shang-Chi spends a lot of time in Chinatown, and before the confirmation that it was going to be in San Francisco Chinatown, there was some sense that he might be um, in, excuse me, that he might be in U.S. China, I mean, in New York's Chinatown. So that's good for, as as we know, uh, Ant-Man's out there. Also, um, Agent Agent Wu uh, from from the Ant-Man movies is out there in the West Coast. So it seems like we might see some things connecting. One thing about Agent Wu, um, we know he's he's due to appear in the Sword Show. I mean, not the Sword Show. In the um, in the in the um, Nick Fury. No, not the Nick Fury. The the WandaVision show uh, as uh, some potentially affiliated with Sword. Um, we also know that he has appeared in the in the ant-man sequel ant-man 2 mm -hmm. uh, or sorry ant-man and the wasp rather and mm -hmm. the comic book character jimmy Wu, is affiliated with an organization called atlas which uh shang chi is a member of and currently in the comics so mm -hmm. you could see the seeds maybe of of well, uh of atlas being being sown in the mcu so that's that's but exciting. Even more exciting is that they're shooting in San Francisco, and hopefully they don't clean off the streets. And then maybe when we're watching the movie, we can count how many turd piles we see. I mean, they can they can erase that digitally now. I know, but so. they should keep it in. That'd be so much so much fun. Oh, there's one. Oh, there's seven. It's like, probably it's probably <laughs> hard to do kung fu amidst. <laughs> like what you like you get your like you get your like uh, foot stuck and you're like oh I just twisted my ankle when I was trying to do that roundhouse kick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't you don't want that. You don't want that. Like, yeah, I was gonna make some kind of inappropriate pun about about shit foo or whatever, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not good enough to with that kind of wordplay on the fly. But um. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for Shang Chi. That was a movie mm -hmm. that was supposed to drop in early 2021 on um, in Lunar New Year, but um, as with everything, COVID has thrown everything into disarray. We're, yeah. People are still wondering, uh, still wondering whether Black Widow will drop 
on Disney Plus rather than in the theaters. Um, mm -hmm. In theater news, there's been a lot of talk about uh, AMC potentially running out of money. <gasps> uh, no, run... not when they just started like serving alcoholic beverages. Well, like, like no, now they, have to they've been serving alcohol anymore. for a while now. Yeah, yeah. but like the dine-ins, like um, that's what I'm saying. Like they oh, the created dine the dine-ins yeah. where you finally can like drink alcohol, and you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, like just give me seven of these, and you're in the dark. Nobody judges you. <laughs> they can't tell that you ordered seven <laughs> drinks. <laughs> just getting loaded. I mean, well, that's... that is life. Now well, that's, what? I have to that's go back a transition to through my hydro flask. Well, that's transition to, to the other topic is that uh, the one of the only theater chains that seems to be doing well right now is the Alamo Draft House, and the Alamo Draft House is uh, continuing to uh, expand locations. They will, you know, bring the booze right to your right to your seat as the movies movies keep going, and um, you know we they 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 had to do a temporary shutdown um, with some of the the the, the some some locations that they were planning to launch in the midst of the pandemic, but mm -hmm. most most people are assuming that they can weather the storm um, better than than some of the larger chains. I so, would, I would like to know what's mm -hmm. the difference between the Alamo Draft House and AMC. Well, they're two different companies, but well, AMC. Yes, I know that. But Alamo is basically a a drinking slash eating establishment that allows you to watch movies the other thing that alamos are very good about is sort of building out a community of people who are cinephiles so they do they have events like social events and oh, okay. and they host um older movies and uh the, the ones that I've only been to a couple, but the ones that I've been to, the one I've been to in Brooklyn, they have like a whole club on the facility that you can go to like, well, it's more of a bar with a stage, you know, and a DJ, but um, you can, you know, you can go there on like a Friday night, a couple hours before your movie starts and like have a good time before even seeing a movie. And I was just talking about this with some friends earlier. I think that one thing that could happen um, in the in the in the years to follow, as as people get more and more used to streaming movies in their homes and less likely to go to the theaters just to to see a movie, you mm -hmm. might have to start to build out um, movie theaters as something other than just places to go to the movies. You know, I think that people might be more willing to, especially once COVID ends, and, and especially once COVID ends, and people have to like you know, find safe places to socialize. I could see people going to um, movie theaters more for the social aspect than for the movie aspect. And, you know, I could see them basically um, paying for a place to hang out with other like-minded movie people and get, and like you know, get their drink on. <laughs> and, you know, like, Especially on an opening night, if you could turn opening night or opening weekend into more of a fan-based like party atmosphere, rather than people who just want to see the movie, that might be the direction that the theaters will have to go if they want to make a profit, because they they're not going to just make it on the on the movies themselves. What what are your thoughts on that, Kia? Um, I agree. Like maybe even like. 
renting out the place to where like you could have like a movie night with just your friends and have like parties there, etc. That might mm-hmm. be smart. Well, yeah, AMC actually <laughs> AMC rolled that out I think a couple weeks ago where for a hundred bucks you can rent out uh, an auditorium. Um, this this would be beyond just renting out the auditorium though. This would be more mm-hmm. like like having a launch night event or a series of launch night events and knowing you know because now what happens when you go for uh, opening night you know you hope that people are getting swept up in the spirit but if that was just a thing like you knew that if you went to opening night of black widow there would be like people there um entertaining you there'd be snacks black widow themed snacks and prizes and such yeah, I could see I could see people turning opening night at a movie like you see the movie, but you're still you're planning to spend, you know, like four or five hours there and, you know, buying stuff and putting money into into the theater that way rather than just have the theater depend. You know, the, the joke is they live off of the super expensive popcorns and uh, gigantic uh, tubs of, of soda. But, you know, they're going to have to be a little bit more business savvy. If they want people, to, if they want to attract people to the theaters again. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, maybe I could get some friends together when the pandemic slows down a little bit, and we can rent out, rent out a, a theater and and see one of these Marvel movies for fun and with boobs. Martine, you're invited. <clears throat> well, that's a long trip for Martine. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, where are you again, Martine? California. Oh, it's worth the trip. Is it though? I mean, <laughs> we're cool, but I feel like we're cooler to hang out with on the podcast than in like, you know, person. All right, talk for yourself. I am amazing. <laughs> <clears throat> so, 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 have I missed anything, Martine? Have I missed anything in the realm of nerd news? There's like talks about Cyclone also being in like the Black Adam. That is true. They have, but I think that was, a, I think that was rumored for a little while now. Yeah, but um, that there's, I think there's like two that they're potentially looking at, like two mm-hmm. actresses potentially. Oh, play wow. Cyclone. Um, oh, I didn't hear anything about the actresses. Yeah, because um, I heard about this a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, yeah, uh, well, yeah, so, um, from what I can find, supposedly, again, you know, like, reportedly, Mm -hmm. uh, singer Leslie Grace and actress Isabella, well, like, now she's Isabella Merced, if she changed, like, her name, but it's Isabella Monier, that's what I'm finding. Oh, yeah, I know Isabella Monier. Yeah, the, uh, Dora, from Dora, the the Lost City of Gold. Right. Yeah. That's probably like what most like people might know of him, uh, mm-hmm. aside from like oh. Netflix stuff. I think um, it looks like both are Latinx. Yeah. So I, there's a little bit of potential race bending in there for Cyclone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Too bad that, it's on the multiracial team. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you had to sneak. You had to get up in there. You had to get up in there and and and, and stake your claim. You did. I marked my territory. 
Mm-hmm. Well, if I may speak for the troglodytes among us who who hate race bending, um, it, I see that Cyclone in the comics has red hair, mm-hmm. and um, people hate those people hate when redheaded characters get race bent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's happening I've, again. I've seen, I've seen Latinx people with red hair. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We have every single hair color, whether natural or not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that says that she can't be redhead and still be Latinx. So Mm -hmm. if people are getting their their, uh, comics gate, comics gate uh, underoos in a bunch over over the character being race bent, I say just make sure that you, you know, that, that her hair is still red. And you should still be happy about it because it, it shouldn't have anything to do with, with how the, tan they are. <laughs> you're right. It shouldn't. But something tells me it does. But at least they still have their their, their white grand wizard. That's that's the important part. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, oh. sure, uh, why not? this is a losing battle for me. <laughs> 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 All right. I mean, I don't. I mean, this is, I guess we're light on. Did you I guess just yawn? Like how blasphemous is that? That wasn't a yawn. That was a that was a laugh. That was that yeah, was the... a laugh with a yawn. Oh, blasphemous! I didn't think so. Oh no! Oh, no. I thought we were done with this. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't need the accent back. I, I assure you. I assure you, we, we could we could do we could do without it. I but, think you guys um, are just jealous of my accent. Your what? No, no, no. We're we're really not. We're, we're, there's really no jealousy there. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't prank call people, huh? No. <laughs> no. Right. Well, can you think of any other big stories in the realm of comics news, comics and uh, nerd news? Might be might have been a light week. It. I think it was a light week. Um, not. Not that I heard. I've heard about the Shang Chi thing and the mm-hmm. the Cyclone thing. I thought that was gonna. And then uh, I heard about the Doctor Fate thing. <laughs> um, I didn't hear about the Hawkeye thing. Uh, yeah, I don't. Th- I think it was a pretty slow week this week. Yeah, I mean, obviously the rumors continue to roll in about Spider Man. Yeah, I, uh, I saw a really frustrating article about someone who who said that they should bring in the actor who voiced Miles Morales in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I think I, I think I know what play. I think I started saying that. <laughs> yeah, to, to play Miles Morales in live action despite him being 25 years old mm-hmm. and not Latinx at all. Yeah, not Afro. He's not Afro-Latino at all. No, no, he's not. And mm-hmm. also, I believe he's uh, said some some pro-Trump things as well. Like he's uh, maybe not maybe not what you're looking for, maybe not. But um, I mean I I I under you know I went ahead and I read the piece. I gave them the click that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. I understand what they were getting at. I mm-hmm. think that I think that this is one of the pitfalls. We talked about this last week in this whole live action um, Spider Verse issue. Mm-hmm. For me. We have to be careful about this this notion that something being animated and something happening in live action 
are mm. are the same thing because they're not. You yeah. know, there's a lot of imagination involved in animating something, and while it's great and noteworthy when the person who's doing the voice of a character um, physically resembles the character that they're animating, mm-hmm. it's not something that we assume will always uh, play in because it's yeah. a voice. It's a voice-driven medium. Yeah. And why? And again, it is nice when they cast someone to do in the voice cast that could conceivably play the character um, physically. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't want to restrict voice roles to only people who could play those characters in live action. My mm-hmm. understanding is, is that the, the person who does the voice of Batman, for instance, uh, yeah. has, has done it for many years in the Batman animated series. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, yes. He would never actually be cast to physically play the role of of Batman in in his prime. I mean, I know he did, did the thing. I know he did the thing in the Crisis on Infinite Earths where he yeah. was broken down, uh, end of Batman. his broken down end of his days, older Batman. But mm-hmm. he wasn't in the he wasn't in the mix for Robert Pattinson's role. He wasn't in the mix for Ben. He wasn't in the mix for Ben Affleck's role. You know, these are these are big name actors who you know get into shape and can can live up to the physical rigors of the role and while again some voice actors can do that some mm-hmm. many voice actors can't and we should we should give all the actors the ability to um you know give especially voice actors the ability to to play the roles that are being cast by them and not look ahead and say oh well this person did this character's voice, so this so now this person has to play them in live action. Yeah, no. Um, and you know specifically, one of the reasons that you go with uh, animation, you know, take something like The Incredibles. They were able to make a sequel to The Incredibles, you know, fifteen more than fifteen years later, mm-hmm. and keep the characters the same age. Yeah. Even though clearly. Time has passed. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would hope that whenever we do a sequel to Into the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be in real time. You know, yeah. it's going to be the, the excuse me, it's going to continue the story of the characters. You know, just a, a little bit later, mm-hmm. even though it takes you know three or four years to put together an animated movie. So, I mean, one big difference. It is a big difference between. A live-action movie and an animated movie. When you cast, when you cast, for instance, um, Tom Holland, I think he was 18 when he was cast, and he was playing a 15-year-old. Now he's 24. Yep. And while he can probably still pull off a high schooler, not mm-hmm. for much longer. Not for ver- not for much longer. Yeah. Sounds like a porn career. I don't get it. Oh, I get it now. No, 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 not no. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna do this. We're not. We're not, just just hit rewind if you want to get the joke. I won't repeat it. But like, you know, actors age, and char- actors often age faster than their characters. Mm-hmm. But but there but it has to be within reason, and within reason, 
you you try to cast as close to the characters' ages as you as you as, as you can, mm-hmm. but sometimes people age out of the role. With animation, that doesn't necessarily have to happen. Yeah, and we should be careful about trying to have these things uh, match up perfectly. So that's kind of been that's my little sort of Spider Man slash Spider Verse rant. Like I I am a big fan of the Spider Verse movies. I would love it if there was if they had already announced a sequel and when it was coming out and who was going to be in it and and all those mm-hmm. things. I don't want them to say, oh no no we're going to continue the Spider Verse story in the MCU with with physical actors because mm-hmm. it kind of takes away from what was so great about the spider-verse movie mm-hmm. you know if the guy wants if they if they want to want to keep um that actor who, whose whose name is escaping me right now wants to keep playing miles morales like mm-hmm. he totally could but he can do that as a voice actor he doesn't have to do that uh, in the suit <laughs> but um any other spider-man news? well i mean i guess this is tangential spider-man news People are still upset about Tom Holland being young and playing oh, uh, Nathan Drake, Nathan Drake as a yeah. youngster rather than Nathan Drake as an oldster. Yeah, and I can say that because I'm an oldster. Um, look, I like when there are forty-something and older action stars, but I also get why um, if you're starting out a franchise, you may not want to do that unless part of the gimmick. Is that the character is older? You know, my I, I've not played any of these Uncharted. I've not played any of these Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. So while I get that the character in the games um, started out like in his 30s or whatever and gets to his 40s, like time mm-hmm. passes, I can understand why Sony, who might want 10 or 15 years of making these movies might want to cast someone who's in their in his early 20s and have him go to 40 rather than cast someone in their 40s to play someone who is 40 mm. for one movie you know yeah like someone someone mentioned Tom Cruise the the fact that Tom Cruise is in his 50s playing mm. Ethan Hunt but he's also on a sixth movie yeah. that he's been doing for 20 years he was in his 30s when he was cast. You know, I mean... And he still looks the same. Well, I mean, that's because yeah, right. Tom Cruise dies on the... the he he, he uh, bathes in the tears of infants. Um, and, that's what I hear. And yeah, the tears of infants will keep you young forever. But good luck. That and Scientology. That. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> Pretty oh, much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... No, I'm a big Tom Cruise fan, as you know. I I hope he continues to run, run till infinity, but not every actor is going to be Tom Cruise. You're not gonna mm-hmm. you're not gonna find a 40 year old actor. You're gonna have to find many 40 year old actors that are going to go for it the way that Tom Cruise goes for it at 50, even. Yeah, he's about to go like you know, do a thing on the moon or something. He's yeah, he's like, gonna do. He's, he's gonna like, actually he's like, I go to space. <laughs> I don't even need to do movies on the Earth anymore. Let's go into space. Right, for real space, like not even yeah, like, like not even space through uh, special effects. He's like, what? What is this? No, 
That's why you never got Tom Cruise in a Marvel movie because he's he expects to actually like get bit by a radioactive spider, or like you know have like gamma radiation hit his body and he'll turn into the Hulk for real. Like I if think if, if be it, a Scientologist for a little bit, you know, like, you know, marry Tom Cruise, get that Tom Cruise money, you know, bathe um, in bathe in like infant tears, you know. <laughs> Like, I, I don't I think you have la, to have la, money. La, 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 la. Huh? Don't you have to have money to be a Scientologist? To like move uh, up. Well, that's why I was gonna marry Tom Cruise. <laughs> I figured, you know, he needs a new wife. Why not? Yeah. I don't know about that baby thing because I'm not definitely not doing that. What baby but, thing? Yeah, where you have a baby by somebody and then they're like, haha, payments forever. Kinda like what his first Oh, wife, oh I see what his second wife did. Are we talking about Katie Holmes? Yeah. Isn't Katie Holmes, like, on the run from the Scientologist? Well, now, yeah, but she had a baby by him to get that check, obviously. Uh, like, I mean, she knew she knew Scientology was wrong, but she still got pregnant. I'm just going to throw an allegedly in there just to make sure. Allegedly. <laughs> um, and I just want to say that my name is Michael Ford. And <laughs> to all those Scientologists out there, this is all scripted, and he told me. Okay, that's so great. Uh, I'm gonna, like... I'm gonna definitely hash that Scientology when I put out this podcast. <laughs> and what? you're and... not, you're not even gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Zenu. Hashtag... hashtag Tom Cruise. Hashtag Tom's like, be like, oh, what are, what's this racial draft thing? They're like, oh, we got her. <laughs> but you said that you would consider joining the church of scientology and i was just i i was forced <laughs> allegedly i allegedly said that okay oh my god i'm terrified now <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm like tiffany haddish i don't like bunk beds <laughs> i don't i don't get that joke not at all oh tiffany haddish like she was almost a scientologist like they signed her up for it she was she went there and she didn't they tried to put her in a bunk bed and yeah, bunk beds and her childhood didn't go well together. So uh, she why, was like, no, "Why are there why are there bunk beds involved?" Because they give you a place to stay and all this other stuff. But it has to be a bunk bed. Who? Mm-hmm. How do you decide? How do you decide who gets to be on the top bunk and who's on the bottom bunk? Mm, obviously, you just say like, "I'm gonna be closer to my Scientologist," and <laughs> you're on the top bunk. Yeah. Uh, sounds uh, sounds sounds very shady to me. Sounds sounds shady to me. But um, so it does a playground by the Catholic Church. But hey, you just want to make all the enemies. Hashtag hashtag Catholic Catholic Church. Hashtag pedophilia. <laughs> I did not say that. I I just said the playground near certain churches, probably mm-hmm. not the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I understand. Just, it's just, all scripted, and thank you, Mike, for I, for giving me the paper that I'm reading off of right now. Uh, of course, of course, that's what I do. As you know, I am known for my for for scripting. for the for the scripting of this podcast. Yes, because we're we, we don't just fly by the seat of our pants here on the racial draft. Everything mm, is nope, is meticulously. Never. Everything is meti- meticulously. Yeah, meticulously. That was- Scripted. I had to memorize all this like on Saturday. Gosh, can you give it to me on Friday next time? Thanks. All right, next time. <laughs> all right, let's let's go back to the let's go back to talking about our respective teams. Kia, 
What about our team? As we look ahead, as we look ahead to season two of the racial draft, do you have characters that you feel like disappointed you this year that maybe won't be making the journey? To- yeah, Mr. Sinister. Yeah, <laughs> definitely didn't like Mr. Sinister. I understand. I understand that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's see who else. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Everybody did such a good job. Um, I mean, who else? I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Martine? Well, I was going to ask Martine about characters that, um, that he m- might feel like, might not make the journey to season two for the Latinx delegation. Well, pretty much yeah. all the ones that he didn't pick. No. I think no, the I first remember two he that said came that before. Mind. No, the first two names that came to my mind of, yeah, we're probably, I probably wouldn't go to bat for them. Mm-hmm. Death and Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner. That yeah, hurts, he's dude. My, it's, he's my favorite character, but he's not going to mount to any points or yeah, but, it's not going to amount to a lot of points. Who, well, one, who chose death? Well, one thing that you have Me. to remember, but remember, Martine, one I mean, thing that's right. changing, one thing one thing that is changing between season one and season two uh-huh. is that is that in season two, we're going to be setting lineups now. Oh, so, yeah. I forgot about that. So, so even though you're making 12 picks, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about all 12 of your characters scoring points for you. So you mm-hmm. do have room for a couple of vanity picks, a couple mm-hmm. of, of picks. You know, I know some teams just went all in on vanity picks. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you don't have to go all in on, you don't have to do, it doesn't have to be all of one or all of another. You could mm-hmm. have a few characters that you're that are close to your heart mm-hmm. and may not be there for the points. Yeah. So, you know, just consider it. I know, I know. and the thing about Kyle Rayner is that, you know, when you racially drafted him, yeah. You didn't just you did you drafted him away from the multiracial team, you know, got mm-hmm. that white right out of him, and then mm-hmm. put him you know put him firmly into the the realm of the Latinx team, mm-hmm. you know. And then he did nothing. Like I mean, he there's did a, something but very little. Yeah, because yeah. there's a possibility that um you know we we haven't had had a chance to talk about this but we'll talk about it now we'll get a little controversial. Okay. Wait, we haven't been controversial this whole time. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Kyle Rayner doesn't sound like doesn't sound like he's Mexican. The name no. sounds like a white dude. Yeah, and that's what everyone thinks he is. So, I mean, some people think he's Asian, but most I don't people know. Think I have Rayner. Like <laughs> Rayner's an Irish name. Rain- Oh, I was about to be like, oh, I was gonna be an inappropriate joke. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. like they don't even, like he, they don't even give him like, they don't even give him like a middle name that that. No, I always, I have always said his middle name should be uh, Gabriel, Gabriel, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, that's his dad's actual name. Mm-hmm. You could play it off as like, oh, he's named after like the archangel, but like, really, it's like, no, we gotta, like, his dad was under an alias when he had him. Like, mm-hmm. we'll at least kind of name him after him somewhat. That's kind of like where I went with my version of Kyle. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still kind of named after his dad. That's right. why his middle name, I think, should be Gabriel. Which, I mean, could be, like, somewhat Latinx. But, like, because, like, we, that, you know, Gabriela Iglesias, that's a very, like, mm-hmm. like he's a very... The only thing boy. is that, does it, like, if you said the three names together, it doesn't, 
it doesn't particularly flow, you know? Yeah, it doesn't. But I mean, sometimes middle names don't flow. I know, That's but true. but but that but then we're not going to hear then we're not going to hear the name together. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm yeah. just I'm thinking, you know, like I'm what I'm not going to do is propose a name for him off the top of my head. But what I'm but what I'm thinking I is will. that <laughs> go for it. Um I have a couple. Oh no. Sure, go for it. Come on. Let me let me well, I mean Jesus would be good. You mean Jesus? Jesus? the same thing guys like i don't understand why everybody gets yeah. all their panties in a bunch jesus and jesus same thing i mean it's just a different pronunciation tomato yeah. tomato blah 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 yeah. so would you would you just change his name to jesus rainer or would you yeah i mean you would definitely know he's latinx after that you definitely would you're right um <laughs> you're welcome okay what, what's number everything two? fixed what's number two what's your 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 Martin. second Hmm? Martin. No, but you see, people would just think it's Martin, you know? Yeah, that's what happened here. Well, that's why you have to put like an E. <laughs> you no, you mean, like an an e accent, you mean an accent? You mean an accent? An accent, accent, accent on it, like Martin. Yeah. Or like, or maybe you can spell it with like M A R T E E N for like, you know, the Caucasians. No. Martin. No. <laughs> I mean, another direction would be to sort of like. I've also name. suggested hyphenating his name. Hyphenating mm. his name. Uh, Rainer, adding a Rodriguez? Rainer is like, you know, and then we give him his dad's actual last name of Vasquez. Rainer Vasquez? Oh. Yeah. Martin, I have uh, to ask, how has Kyle Rainer changed your life? How has he changed my life? Yeah. Um, like what impact has he made on your life? growing up, who you are now as a person. Go ahead. I mean, like, that's so, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can actually say he's like, he's he's one of my favorite characters, but I don't know if I say he's had any impact on my life. I mean, it's definitely nice seeing like a superhero is kind of like a nerd too, mm-hmm. which, uh, mm-hmm. which is, you know, definitely cool. I think it's just impacted some of the conversations I've had with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, how so? Well, there's obviously quite a few people that are very pro Hal, anti Kyle. Anti Kyle? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were a lot of anti Kyle. Yeah, uh, like what's, when what's the what's this what's the origin of the anti Kyle sentiment? Um, so right when right when like Kyle was coming out, uh, Ron Mars and like Daryl Banks have talked about this. There was a group of fans that um eventually called themselves uh Hal's emerald attack team aka heat and their main thing was like get rid of kyle put Hal back in the forefront you've ruined him get rid of this other guy and some people are still like they still don't like kyle because of what his existence pretty much has meant for Hal. because like but what about all the other lanterns that's the thing. Like that's like he there. Like they specifically aim it towards Kyle because Kyle because of his becoming, hmm? because of his background. They specifically get to because of his origin and that the only way he becomes a Green Lantern is because how destroy the Green Lantern. Yeah, 
So like that aspect is always going to be there if Kyle was there. It's nothing else. It's not racial, is it? No, because this was this whole thing started when he was still just purely Irish. Interesting. Oh. Wait, so wait, so I, I didn't I didn't realize that his Latinx background was a record. Later, yeah, it came later. Uh, it came in two thousand and two by way of Judd Winnick. Oh. Oh, so he yeah, had under right. Judd Winnick. So he was racially drafted before we had yeah. a racial draft. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It was just—it's basically the whole thing of like we never really saw his dad, so it was just like he could be whatever, you know. Interesting. And so he could when be he whatever, but his dad was Latinx, so really he couldn't be whatever. But they just kind of well, omitted that. Fact. Well, before right like before it was. Him. Yeah, like it was still like everything we knew about him was like yeah, like about his name, Aaron Rayner, mm-hmm. like how he's still like Irish, and he's met his cow's mom in Ireland, but like. The whole other thing of like, oh, he was like undercover and he's actually Mexican-American and all that other stuff. That came later on by way of Judd. Like they could have done anything else. Like, well, he couldn't have been uh, uh, black. Right. I don't <laughs> think he could have been black. I mean, um, otherwise he'd be a very, 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 very light skin. Wait, are you like, trying to say that black people can't be light skin? No, I to, think to, 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 com- to create... Yeah. The someone that looks the way that Kyle's dad looks probably would yeah. be diff- difficult. He'd have to be super uh-huh. white passing. He'd have, yeah, exactly. He'd have to be very, um, very super white. Because like if you've seen images of Kyle, he's very light. He's very white. Sometimes he's got a tan. He's opaque. Hmm? He's opaque. He's not see through or anything like that. But like, <laughs> but he is a very white looking guy. Yeah. You know, but there are, I mean, there are white looking Latinx people, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's why it's not, that's why it's not crazy. Um, yeah. you know, I think that, I, I, so without getting into the, the place that Ikea took it, you know, mm-hmm. I think that, I think that it would take something as easy as him sort of having like a nickname, you know, like just, just like a, a you know, a, a Spanish nickname. Mm-hmm. That that people in his family call him, yeah. like that kind of catches on. You, especially like if he hangs, if he starts hanging out with with more Latinx people, like more Mexican people. You know, oh, kind of gets nicknames. My team oh, I, oh. like suitable Spanish nicknames that could yeah. probably go for Kyle, Wero. Yeah, like like terms of endearment. Pito, you know? like some like terms of endearment in Spanish. Terms of endearment. Um, oh man! Uh, I know we're well, putting you on the spot. <laughs> well, well, because like, who would I, the only person I think maybe would have to give it to him in like that whole Green Lantern space would have to be Jessica, but they haven't really interacted a lot. So I'm trying to like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what she could probably give to Kyle. Oh no! But I was well, thinking, uh, I wasn't thinking that he oh, would like get he it in the Green Lantern himself? space. I was thinking that like he would get it in his community, and then kind of like take it forward. You know, his community from like uh, North Hollywood or New York, or like like that's like that's where he's from, or like specifically from like the Mexican Americans that grew up around him. No, well, I mean, depending on how you wanted to spin it. If you're doing it as a retcon, maybe you could do it as, like, people 
when he was younger that he just mm-hmm. bring it back but or you could basically have him just kind of like go on a journey and like reconnect with his family roots now mm-hmm. that he knows like who his father is mm-hmm. and spend some time in mexico or spend some time you know where his father's from and meet like cousins and excuse me and, and like other family members that would kind yeah. of embrace him and give him a nickname I've, I've always said he should do that especially because we know he knows his dad and he's met his grandma mm-hmm. and uh he he's either her only grandson kid or the only one she likes um and i say that because she gave him her confirmation cross and the mm-hmm. fact that he only met her later on either is, is like he's the only one she's got or he's the only one she can stand. Interesting. Yeah. But that's, so like, I mean, that's not good because, you know, know, you would, like, it would be better if there was a whole extended family. No, I know. You could embrace, you know? Yeah. But I, I don't, the only thing I can come up with because of how light he is would be Wedito or Wedo. What does that mean? Like, I like, like that. Like, like, like lighter skin, like white kind of produce, basically. Interesting. Isn't that Blanco? That's Blanco. That is white, but like Weto is like just very like light, you know, mm-hmm. like very light skin. That's yeah. that's basically what it means, more or less. It's not blanco and it's not gringo, because that's just American. People mm-hmm. think it's white, but it's, it's just like right. general like American. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. It, let's let's pull uh, Shep. We were joined by by last week's returning Ooh. guest. Uh, hey, Shep. what up? Hey, Shep. Uh, just to bring you up to speed, we're talking about uh, Kyle Rayner. And and his um, tenuous, we'll say, sometimes uh, connections to Latinx community, and how <laughs> uh, and how things might could things could that might be, be able better. to be done in order to firm up his is uh, being perceived mm-hmm. as as Mexican American. Oh, definitely. Um, and one of the things that I had sort of suggested was him uh, spending time with. Um, Mexican American people and mm-hmm. them giving him a nickname that sort of sticks, a uh, Spanish nickname. And you know, they, if, they didn't think they didn't think Jesus would suffice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too on the nose. Also, the Green Lantern can do anything in the ring, right? Yeah, and he goes um, space Jesus too. So that's exactly, that's what I said. <laughs> no, the, they definitely could. And I think uh, DC misses the mark by not leaning on that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, unfortunately, I think my theory, and you know, this is gonna be sad, but I think I think we're, I think that when they introduce Jessica Cruz, um, someone who like you hear the name Jessica Cruz and you know for a fact that she's Latinx, mm-hmm. I think that that has sort of shifted the focus of DC's view of what it means to have a Latinx Green Lantern, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, we talk about this all the time on the podcast. That this this notion that there can be more than one is mm-hmm. is, is like foreign to people, right? So yeah, it's oh, like yeah. you know, in their minds, they're like, well, well, we have our Latinx Green Lantern. That's mm-hmm. Jessica Cruz. So Kyle, you're sort of redundant, you know? Like, mm-hmm. don't we don't need to shore up your your connections to the Mexican community? Mm-hmm. And, well, and I kind of wonder if they would just do it so clumsy, there would be like this weird pandering, like all of a sudden in his speech he drops. It, you know, a Spanish word in, and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, like, like well, out of nowhere I mean, means nothing. What's What's funny you know? is that that actually happened in Heroes in Crisis, and I saw a lot of people who were upset by it, and I, I, I don't know, I thought it was 
I thought it was cool it's, enough. It's not the first time it happened that he's just speaking Spanish, that he's speaking, uh, he's doing a prayer in Spanish. Because mm-hmm. both of those were written by Tom King. And uh, he initially had Kyle doing that in the Omega Man. Okay. Yeah, so... So it, it sounds like Tom King. It sounds like Tom King wants to make, you know. Yeah, he, like, he's given an interview where he just probably said like he's possibly one of DC's most prominent. Like he's like he said Hispanic like superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like he so he really does believe that Kyle is should be treated like mm-hmm. more prominently, especially given then that aspect of him should be put more at the forefront because you know because that's so where. What do you think- Hmm? Oh, sorry. I just have to ask, like, what do you think stops them from doing that? Like, Editorial. I mean, really, like, it's not like it's not like you're forcing a actual person to put it at the forefront. It is, you know, it is character. a comic book. Like, you have it's character. You can do it. Yeah, but but the other piece of the puzzle, and this is this is definitely going to put us in the controversial range. Mm-hmm. Oh, exciting! <laughs> I think that you know one of the issues that comes up a lot in comic circles, particularly on Twitter, but on the blogosphere in general, general, is that this notion that if you have a character that's not white, mm-hmm. that, that that necessitates that, uh, that the um, creative team also be of the background that the character is. And, mm-hmm. you know, DC doesn't have a lot of people of color that write for them uh, on a regular Why basis. Why is that? I mean, we know why that. Why is that? that why is that DC? <laughs> yeah, um, DC on Twitter. I just want to know. Um, you can say yeah. Yeah, you can say my full name for that one. Yeah. I do have a question. So, so I think that there may be like it's great if Tom King mm-hmm. uh, does it, but Tom King wouldn't be allowed to write a like a a, a Kyle Rayner solo book. You know, like mm-hmm. that would bring a lot of heat onto him which means that he's deprived of a champion um, mm-hmm. on the creative team because he can only put Kyle Rayner in a book but mm-hmm. he, he can't write a Kyle Rayner book it's it's almost like you know right now there's the mis- there's the um Adam Strange book right his name's mm-hmm. Adam Strange right yeah Adam yeah. Strange Adventures book and it features Mr. Terrific very prominently mm-hmm. I would say that they're the co-leads of the book, but mm-hmm. if he would if he pitched it as a Mister Terrific book, people would say, I don't know. I mean, do we really want a white guy writing Mister Terrific? Even though there's a white guy writing Mister Terrific right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I think you could sneak it in because the one thing with Kyle that doesn't have a grounding on is that you don't see where he lives, and I think that's yeah. how you kind of sneak it in. Let him. He's a Green Lantern. He he can live anywhere. Let him move into yeah, he hasn't a been predominantly like on Earth for years. Yeah, let him live in a more predominantly Hispanic area, and start bringing in some support or just put it out there. Tom could put it out there. Somebody else, you know, if it gets if if it gets popular enough and you, you show it enough to where then they can pitch it, and you know, some Latinx writer artist group wants to take it and get solo running after with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and DC needs DC needs to spread out the fact that you know DC is like ninety nine percent, which is a lot, but you know, like ninety five percent white dudes running everything mm-hmm. and doing everything else. But he's he's got no grounding. He's just another Green Lantern, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as they treat him, and that's fine. But you could sneak in just you know a neighborhood he lives in, sneak in mm-hmm. 
stuff mm-hmm. in the background to remind you, you know, he's, he's, he's out washing his clothes. He's, you know, he, he but you know, you know, the words mm-hmm. are different, you know, for the average DC fan sneaking in the background on him. Yeah. Yeah. You but know? like you said, if he's a green lantern and he's in space and you know, that's like, it's hard to establish that kind of grounding. If the only time you see him is either he's on a mission or he's out in space. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Like, again, that's that's one of the big differences between a team book and a solo book. I think when you have a team book, you can, you know, like, you, you can you can get away with having the character just basically be on a mission all the time. Um, yeah. But in a solo book, there's a lot more of what the character does during their downtime. And mm-hmm. he hasn't had a solo book in, in probably, like, you, you can better tell us when the last time, you know, Kyle's had a yeah. solo book. Well, I mean... <laughs> Not like because like Omega Man was a team book. He was on Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps, which was a team book. He was on Titans, which was a team book. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much since like I think since his original like kind of like run before the Green Lantern Corps became back. Because yeah. after that, it's pretty much been team book and like events and stuff. You know. Right. Well, it's easy to stick them on those because it's like. Oh, what are they doing in, in uh, Hal Jordan's solo book? Okay, we can't mess with that storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, John Stewart's kind of gets his own thing every now and then, enough to where you can't just mess with him. So who's left that you can grab? I mean, you right. know. But again, that's not conducive to no. fleshing out his story and giving mm-hmm. him – I mean, theoretically, what you could do. And, you know, feel free, DC, um, to uh, <laughs> uh, scrape the – scrape the you know um, – uh, what do you call it? You know, feel feel free to to, to, to scrape, scrape up the serial the number, to scrape up the serial numbers from this from this pr- proposal. And you know, theoretically, you could do a Jessica Cruz book, mm-hmm. and have Kyle be the the co the co lead on the book. Mm-hmm. Jessica Cruz is out there, you know, mm-hmm. and she brings Kyle along to mm-hmm. help him uh, connect with with. Um, you know, different yeah. different groups of Latinx people as basically mm-hmm. another Latinx Green Lantern, where basically mm-hmm. she gives her, you know, and then her people, like, give Kyle his nickname, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and and have it go kind of that way, and 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 the, and what I would do is I'd probably not make his nickname be something tied to his complexion, mm-hmm. um, I'd make it something more about like him being a nerd. You know, that's, that's great thinking. That's definitely out of the yeah. box thinking, Michael. You know, I mean, obviously he's Latinx, um, yeah. but but if but if he's in a room, if he's in a room full of Latinx people, like that's not going to make him stand out. What's going to make him stand yeah, out is his quirks, you know, yeah. and like if you give him a nickname, a Spanish nickname that's about his quirks um, and it's catchy and it's cool, mm. then you could start having him. Like, kind of embrace it. You're like Paquito. Not yeah. Paquito, though. <laughs> that, that would be that. That's that's Wolverine's uh, uh, Spanish call sign, I suppose. Need <laughs> 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 um, something. I mean, because Far Sector proves that you can keep somebody's heritage in place on a far out space adventure. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you can. But Far Sector I, does. Far Sector does like flashbacks too, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, but Far Sector shows you can do it. And still mm-hmm. do a space adventure because then I just look and you can just see how much they've dropped the ball with Kyle on that and Jessica Cruz to an extent. Yeah, like you said, Jessica Cruz goes off her name because her last name is Cruz, and it's like, like you said, 
it's more readily identifiable with somebody in in, in uh, you know Kansas, right? <laughs> we'll say that than uh, than anything else. That's a buzzword, but you know. Well, one thing that I one thing that I've always felt about um, Green Lanterns is is something that they're doing well in Far Sector. The notion that you of having an Earth Lantern that's a fish out of water embedded mm. in a another world culture you know that mm. them that that character trying to kind um balance their status as an outsider as an earthling with trying to be a an agent slash police officer slash sheriff you know in in this other this other place is an opportunity to bounce like their culture uh, against whatever the culture it is that they're that they're experiencing so theoretically you could i mean a, a savvy writer mm. could tell a quote-unquote latinx story involving uh a world that is very similar to our world mm. where one of the lanterns or well, two of the lanterns as it were kyle and and jessica mm. identify with an underclass that is um could be easily identify as as Latinx standards, mm -hmm. you know? And, but again, it would take a savvy writer who wants to tell that kind of story and, mm -hmm. and, a, and an editorial uh, office in DC who wants to give them space to tell that kind of story. And of course it would re require a fan base that's not going to reject it outright um, because the character is not Hal Jordan. I don't think you just <laughs> do it as another far sector. It's far sector two and then you just, revolving you know it's the green lanterns or the ones that you know thrown out into the way out weirdest regions and you just keep almost a rotating uh -huh. thing of of seeing them in these things and you get a 12 issue series out of it that you know might catch on or not or, or at least rotate them through and, and the yeah. fish out of water thing it could work right. as long as you're especially well yeah if you turn far sector into almost like an anthology series yeah. well you know just like it's, it's nk jemison right is the writer of far sector right so like if you found a, a good you know a, a solid writer who could who you could trust with a 12 issue run of, mm. of, a, of another far sector run i i i I, I'd, I'd be into it, but it, but of course it would it would require them to put resources into finding that writer. Mm -hmm. um, and and as and one thing that we know, going back to what we were talking about before, is that DC knew has known for a while that it's had a black woman problem, and they have and black women are very vocal on Twitter about their black about DC's black woman problem. And I you know I think that. Far sector was a, an opportunity for them to try to address that. Maybe they're not getting the same kind of pressure. Um, oh, that could be too. Like to do yeah. something like that for the Latinx um, fans. Yeah. And you know, sadly, DC doesn't do a lot if people aren't aren't pressuring them. Uh, flashback to what we were talking about earlier about snyder you know snyder's release all over our faces you know <laughs> i'm i'm really sad i missed that part i mean you know there were a lot of there were a lot of people pulling for snyder's release they were pulling hard i, I pulled hard they pulled hard for <laughs> snyder's release and um you know 
We got and it. They, and they got it. They got it, you know. Right. Yep. In the face. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I love but, I love when old movies are new movies. I'm with it. No, yeah, of course. I mean, it's like DLC. It's like in your video game sense. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nothing like paying for a completely new game and and yeah. fixes. I mean, I don't mind because I have I already have HBO Max, so it's just going to be. Oh, more you're one of the like the ten people. Yeah, I mean, I already had I already had regular HBO, so I just had to. Click a click a different button to get a different app. Um, I do too. <laughs> wink, wink. But, what's, but you know what's you know what's terrible? Like when I had HBO Go, I could watch it on my television. Mm-hmm. I have HBO Max, and I can't watch it on my television. Yeah. And unless yeah, yeah. I unless I use um my um my Chromecast, and who wants to use two devices when you used to be able to use just one? That's that's why HBO is completely backwards. Yeah. You know? It's like here's thirty, here's thirty million to finish the movie in in seventy now, right. <laughs> and we're shooting new scenes. Yeah, I mean at this point you may as well just lie to people, or maybe it's not a lie. Just say you know what, the Snyderverse is another universe in our multiverse, and if you want more Snyderverse stuff, keep paying for it. We'll keep doing more Snyder based, more Snyder based stuff over here. Yeah, with me with Snyder. <laughs> you know, and then like they could just continue with their their real universe, like with with the different actors. Because because let's face it, the people the, the the Snyder lovers they don't really care about Wonder Woman. Oh, they no. don't really care about Aquaman. Like they 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 care about the, their precious their precious leader Snyder. You know, so you could just tell people, look, you know, we're going to we're going to give Zack Snyder the ability to do one project a year and you get to pay for it on HBO Max. You have to subscribe HBO Max for the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a very elaborate Kickstarter. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Every year you'll get a new Snyderverse thing, the Snyderverse plan. We won't have any of those pesky strong women in it. Exactly. No strong women, no color. Joaquin. Joaquin sounds like this would be his favorite thing ever. That's not fair. (laughs) But like, you know. Cyborg shucking and jiving a little more for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, Snyderverse uh, Cyborg will, we won't ever have to say booyah. It'll be bleeped. (laughs) It'll be bleeped. Um, Flash will slap as many women as he wants. Oh yeah, of course, of course. See the super um, speed. And listen, it's an alternate universe. He can just pretend. He, oh, that's the other thing. After each episode, we get like five minutes of Zack Snyder breaking down the stuff that he didn't put in the episode <laughs> to like get you to continue to subscribe to the Snyder plan. Somewhere, AT and T exact is risen out of his coffin. <laughs> it's like, Look, that's all. Listen, I don't. I hope. I hope that when this four-part extravaganza comes out, uh, Justice League, Snyder, Splash, uh, whatever, uh, Snyder Bukaki. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I hope. I hope whoa, that when. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> it's a word that means come again, together. Where do yeah, you undermine? Right. Again. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we just take a moment? How many things has he said? Somebody should kill themselves. 
bukkake, et cetera. And then I say dick in my mouth and ever is, whoa. <laughs> well, I Brains think in her mouth, Jesus. I think that whatever I think that in the form the form that they should release, Snyder's release. No woes. Nothing. Nothing people. His, his extended release should happen over the course of instead of four weeks, it should come out over four months. Make these people who want it have to pay for it for at least four months. And then let them know that if they continue to pay for it, they'll get another Snyder release <laughs> the next year. But only if they continue to subscribe. And every month they'll get a little thing, a little teaser from Snyder, little little tickle, little tickle from Snyder, Ooh. you know, yeah, like, only like letting letting people know. <laughs> yeah, it, it basically is only Snides, only Snides. <laughs> like, just keep on subscribing. Like we should put Snides only, just you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah, just listen. Keep people on the hook, and they can just get more Snyder, get as much Snyder releases as they can swallow. You know. That's it. <laughs> Really, really swallow. <laughs> what? What? I mean, I mean, they they may have bit off more than they could chew. As, as some things, said, some things are bitter and salty. Some things could be sweet. It all depends on, yeah. you know, what he's had to eat. So it's all they good. listen. They were they felt like <laughs> they felt like Snyder. What Snyder pulled out on us wasn't long enough, <laughs> and and they and it was cut, and they wanted a a a, a cut that was. They want an, an uncircumcised film. Yeah, they want an yeah they want an uncircumcised uh, Snyder film. Yeah. And, and how do you and, feel about that, Martine? Uncircumcised Snyder film. Yeah. They gave us a four skin. <laughs> they gave us a four skin hour. Of, of Snyder. I want to know would Martine turn if he came out and said it that Kyle's going to be the Green Lantern in it. Oh, oh in, in the Snyder verse? Yes. Would, would he now subscribe to HBO? Is this what it's I'm already so subscribed to HBO Max. <laughs> like, I refuse. I refuse the tyranny. Would that feel like a monkey's paw situation if Zack Snyder was like, this is my favorite Green Lantern? Kyle Rayner is definitely <laughs> like the reason he's not going to be in the Green Lantern series is because mm-hmm. he's being held off to be in my universe as the, as the Snyder verse Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Like, would you would you have to watch the Snyder vs. Green Lantern because it's Zach? I mean, because it's uh, Zack Snyder's spin on Kyle Rayner. Yes. Are you uh, are you at all concerned about the fact he was definitely going to Fridge's girlfriend? Like. Definitely. Oh, it's 100% would be in it. <laughs> it's his origin. And there'd be like a <laughs> shot where her feet would be visible because, you know. Oh, no. Look, look. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to show it in a flashback in like every single episode. Like Batman having his, his parents killed. It's going to be like flashback. <gasps> girlfriend in the freezer. <gasps> girlfriend in the freezer. You know, like. Every time he goes get a drink, he just flashes back to it, you know. Yeah, every yeah. time he opens the door. <gasps> <gasps> you know, just. Yeah, he just he just uses coolers Wait, from can now you do on. That one more time, Chip. <laughs> yeah, it's like Kyle has a phobia about refrigerators. He he, he just can't do it. I mean, it's, it is a Snyderverse. You gotta be realistic. I wish I had a phobia about refrigerators. <laughs> but um, yeah. Then I mean, when he's fighting his foe, like you know, his they'll both happen to have the same name, the same brand of refrigerator that the girlfriend was in, and realize that they're buddies and oh. come together. 
Yeah, he looks he looks down and it's it's Martha Brand refrigerator. And, and was, it, all, it all comes together. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the Marthaverse. You know? That's what we're in. Yeah. I I I'm listen, if 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 you wanna if you wanna steal that idea, AT T, if you wanna if you wanna milk if you wanna milk the Snyder fans after they've after they've done so much pulling for for Zach. I, I think I think that it's only right. It's only right. I told you some AT and T exec heard you. I mean, after he he fed on his diet to small Cambodian children <laughs> souls, you know, then he was like, "That's a great idea." He came up from he came, he came up to breathe from his cocaine dish. Yeah, you know. And he's like, <gasps> "Snyder, <laughs> Snyder, every year, <laughs> <laughs> they'll pay for it." Yeah. Just to spite the SJWs. And that's they'll the thing. It. Look. All you gotta do is give Snyder five minutes. Give him five minutes a month to to get a new like a new clip of him talking about like the new thing that he's cooking up. And then it's gotta cut off at the end just before he tells you anything juicy. Then it hazes out. Then that's when it comes up. Oh no, the other twenty five a month you can and you'll you'll finish the clip. No, no, no. That's 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 the Ray Fisher uh, clip. Like he's just <laughs> about to tell you. He's just about to tell you what's up. And then like. Tune in next week. <laughs> same fish time, same fish channel. <laughs> it's on a completely different story. You just never get a new ending. <laughs> right. And then exactly. this other time at the craft table. And then this is. Ah, uh, we'll never find out. <laughs> it's, it's like watching Jack and Ball Z episodes. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> what else you guys talk about? You gotta let me know. I, I know I came in late, so. Yeah, so we. Did we you guys we, talk about my favorite Iron Man scene at the end of Iron Man? this week no no what are you talking oh, oh we haven't talked about the comics at all ah no good. no no came in on a good yeah. part no we, we, we i mean just quickly we talked about dc's grand wizard um <laughs> his uh dr fate dr fate yeah he's he's you know white man who, who went to some brown people and took their artifact and imposed order on them yeah you know? yeah, yeah 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 like so that that was a that was a big part of it. He's he's rumored to be in Black Adam. We're gonna have Doctor Fate's giving to celebrate <laughs> the time he did this. Ah, uh, we talked yeah. about Jared Leto. Jared Leto <laughs> back back for more yeah. Snyder releases. Oh yeah, that's you know? what that's what you want to look up at the end of the days. After a nice cold hard Snyder release in your face to see Jared Leto there greeting you. Yeah, I mean. He, he he's gonna get another shot, another sh- another shot at being Joker. He yeah. also he can stay in the Snyderverse. He gets to be the Joker of the Snyderverse, and he keep his grills and his tattoos. He he's like Florida. He's like Florida man if he were the Joker. That's probably the best description I've ever heard of that. I will go with that. Yep. Yeah. So you just have to relocate. I feel like Jared Leto's the only Joker that like I really want Harley Quinn to kill. Then maybe he is doing his job. I mean, I didn't care. I didn't like my problem with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is that I don't believe he would ever be a supervillain. No, <laughs> he was too emotional. Yeah, like he would just start doing that laugh and just you know that'd be the end of that. Um, yeah, he just didn't have super. He didn't have enough like supervillain credibility. Like if if, if you. Spoilers for Joker, a movie that came out last year. Um, he didn't even do anything. Like people just did stuff. Like he, oh yeah, he killed the one guy. 
Like, and then he killed the other guy. But like, he did it in I like stuff. I mean, I, I no, but what I'm saying is he didn't do Joker stuff. Like he did like red regular random like I don't have good impulse control and I happen to have a gun on me stuff. But like all of the like Joker related shenanigans weren't orchestrated by him. They were they just hap- they were people who just wanted to act out and they saw a guy in a Joker mask. Like he was just he, he just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Do you think Jack Nicholson was like one of the best Jokers ever? I mean for the time, of course. For like for that era. Like he, he, he helped introduce the Joker to the mainstream and it helped that it was Jack Nicholson. I, I still think Heath Ledger was the best Joker. Yeah, that, that's my favorite Joker, but yeah, but you know, we're not going to get another, another but, ink version. No. Of but Jack Nicholson is the one who made the Joker definitely not for kids. You know, yeah. he did all the classic kind of Joker bits that we expect. You know the super long gun, which is mm-hmm. hilarious. It's yeah. still that scene's still funny. Yeah, the the, 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 the buzzer, the, the handshake <laughs> yeah. buzzer that electrocutes yeah. you. Yeah, you know way. he did all he did all those bits, even even a little dancing sequence to the to the museum and mm-hmm. just random yeah. stuff. You know, he definitely did all the classic jokery bits at especially for that time frame. Because right. then you saw the comics change pretty much, pivot real hard after that, and then you started getting the that Joker. Yeah, I mean, the idea of the Joker as not just a clown who does crime for the sake of how fun it is, but someone who is a little bit nihilistic and is is sadistic and wants to, you know, the smile is ironic that he wants to put on people's faces. He wants to cause them pain, but force them to smile in the face of it. You know, that's where that's that leveled him up, as we like to say here on the show. You know, sometimes you have to have a character um, go from, like, the B class to the A class. And a movie can do that for somebody. You know, yeah. a movie can turn somebody into a threat where you might not have seen them as a threat before. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why what I appreciate from the Jack Nicholson Joker the most was that because mm-hmm. you saw the comics, like I said, do a real hard pivot. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you started seeing more of that type of crime and leading into, you know... Uh, classic Joker bits. Like I don't think you ever would have seen Joker shoot Batgirl without that. Um, so I think what, that was around the same time or just after. Yeah, I feel like the killing, I feel like joke, killing joke happened or like around, around the same time. But it might I'd have, have to look that up. No, I yeah, I'm looking joke it up. Was, killing, killing joke was. Oh, I forgot. I should do Batman the Killing Joke because there's a, a band called The Killing Joke. So so oh, really? so so The Killing Joke came out in '88, yeah. and the movie came out in '89. So it was around yeah. the it was around the same time. Obviously, they were working on the movie before. So I think that there was probably a little bit of 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 uh, collaboration um, in the creatives in DC towards this direction that they wanted to take the Joker. But the idea of casting Jack Nicholson made it clear that this is the direction that the Joker was going to go. And and I think it was a good choice. I mean, I know a lot of people feel like the Joker has been overexposed, and he has been to a certain extent. But he, but it's, it's sometimes a good thing to be overexposed because it means that people have made a lot of money off of that character. You know, you would – Martine, would you like Kyle to be overexposed? 
I think he wants Kyle to expose himself. Oh, I shouldn't. Uh, oh, I shouldn't have uh, said that. Up. You know, like uh, yeah, ask. You did. You we're civilized in. people. Come on now. Like if you have, oh, really? if you have a really favorite guys? character, <laughs> if you have a favorite character, the what you would love is for your favorite character to, to get to the point where someone is saying that they're overexposed because it means that they got to the point where people where people saw the character and being. they know the character, you know, like Wolverine is overexposed, but Wolverine is a super popular character and had to get to the point where people loved him in order to get to the point where now people feel like, all right, I'm sick of Wolverine now, you know, like and there's some dark sides, like Hal Jordan. If I never saw, I'm going to get all kind of hate for this. If I never saw another Hal Jordan, anything again, because he's just so boring as a green lantern, then, you know, I mean, Ooh, but I, I wouldn't like say I wouldn't say that Hal is overexposed though. I would just say that Hal is not, um, you know, not not as interesting as he could be. Like, the the problem with Hal is that he was the Green Lantern for a long time, and didn't really do anything to earn his his uh the excitement around the character. It was like he was like the default Green Lantern. It's like when you go to school and you get the school lunch, but you don't have choices, so you just have to sort of eat what they you have to eat what they give you. But when you go to a, a, a college and you can actually pick stuff off a menu, you never pick the stuff that you got every day at school lunch. You know. I get that. That's Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan's uh, is 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 everyday everyday menu. <laughs> I look at Martin's face. How <laughs> Jordan is everyday menu, and and all the other Green Lanterns are oh okay. <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, they all had to like earn a Wait, ring, and he just kind of found Paul it. Are you Taco Tuesday? <laughs> I mean, we were talking about Kyle Rayner, and you know, I hope that Kyle Rayner likes Taco Tuesday. Yeah, you know. Tuesday and Jessica Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it's Taco Cruz Day. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, sorry, sorry, I couldn't resist it. <laughs> Viewers who wish to lodge complaints can go ahead and contact them on his Twitter feed. Yeah, um, it's fine. I'll Among make a Scientologist. I'll make a I'll make a John Stewart. I'll make a John Stewart fried chicken joke. If it makes it makes it better. <laughs> I'll just talk about bad joke limit. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what cuisine um, Guy Gardner would be. Hmm. Yeah, please, 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 somebody <laughs> pick a cuisine. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll probably we'll probably get so, certain kind of. I mean, mm, means it's delicious. Oh. <laughs> uh. He's like the thing that talks a big game and then you eat it and you're kind of like, eh. Like, you know. Chicken needs... cordon bleu? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you mean the military one, yeah. <laughs> but no, Zumbalaya but... MRE. Yeah. I feel like they should just lean into the white privilege of, of uh, Hal Jordan and just make him the, like, like white, the white guy. You know, I thought that's what they've been doing for like the last like, 30 years. I don't years. think anybody really leans into white privilege. I think they either just take it or they don't. So no, you no, use I'm... that as a pivot because look at the new Iron Man did. Yeah. 
there you go. Let's get into it. They call that out. Right. Yeah. But Iron Man is like rich. How did they and like, so in the most recent Iron Man, they, they, there's a new run. Who Do you know who the writer is on the, the current uh, run of but Iron Man? I will look while we're talking. Yeah. So, so the current run of Iron Man has Tony going on a bit of a personal journey. Um, he has been doing some weird things with sort of selling his company and trying to divest. And he's been doing things that are a little bit self-destructive, and, but not drinking, which is his other form of self-destructiveness. And um, he's been interacting with uh, Hellcat, a.k.a. Uh, Patsy Walker. And she's been kind of calling him in on, on his shit. So in the most recent issue of Iron Man, he got into a brawl and ended up getting uh, hospitalized. Um, he sort of broke a whole bunch of bones, freeing these people from a sphere that was made of a near unbreakable material. And and she calls him out for, for his self-destructive behavior. And, you know, he talks about the fact that he's trying to i mean you I, I assume you have the panels in front of him in front of you yeah i'm about to pull them up right now all right cool because <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm trying to go off the top of my head and yeah. it, it i i want to do justice to it but the, the idea is that he talks about how oh, and the writer is christopher cantwell christopher cantwell yes there we go um I mean, if you have the panels now we could christopher talk time. <laughs> it, it's actually been pretty interesting choice i was actually kind of surprised that uh they actually let them do this, you know, as far as, uh, well, that goes back to my point about it. solo books, you know, solo books can do a deeper dive on a character yeah. than a team book would, 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 would do. They want broader strokes. Yeah. But, right. uh, the, the direct quote she tells him is like, uh, well, no, go, go, go through the whole, go through the dialogue yeah. to build up to it. All right. So after he's freed himself in this imposter sphere, my only complaint about this issue is that somehow this thing is, got adamantium and vibranium into it, which we all know is supposed to be impossible, but this just uh-huh. randomly does. So after he busts through and breaks his arm and breaks like 17 bones, according to this. Um, so Patsy's in there talking to him and she's, uh, he first, Sony's in his bed complaining, because I know like direct quotes might get you shadow banned here, but in there complaining about that, the fact that he wasn't on TV and cardiac was. And uh, as they're going through, uh, even... Even Patsy's talking about uh, yeah, the nurse or insurance info being jokey, but he's like, I have the money. I'm paying for this directly. And uh, I feel like I'm getting a lot of audio feedback here. And uh, she's like, oh, lucky you. And he's always like, hey, don't bust my chops. I'm laid up here. Right. And then she just asks him, serious question. Have you ever had to look look past your own privilege? And then he talks about I protected people my entire life. I'm Iron Man. I've done this and that. And then she just kind of hits him with a stunner, which is, you know, because she starts busting his chops. Like, you know, you enjoy more legal leeway than most people on earth. And you answer to absolutely no one. And he's like, well, when you put it like that, she goes, like, you're another white guy with a God complex. And I was just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, <Marvel." laughs> you there know? you go. Yeah. Somebody had to say it. You know, he just talks about that. You know, he's just, you know, basically it's this whole thing about, Am I still really alive? What if I die doing some heroic with it cement my legacy? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it it's addressing directly the fact that you get away with this because you're a rich white guy. You rich no white guy with a god you. complex. Yeah. Like you've you've never been accountable to anybody, and you're even less accountable now that you're a superhero. 
yeah, you know, and you're you you don't worry about having to pay hospital bills or even the consequences mm -hmm. of, of things that you do. Right. And it just looks completely destructive. And it's almost like another addiction. So in a way, I thought that's kind of like play. Maybe it's like almost like another addiction storyline instead of alcohol. It's mm -hmm. well, but, but to spin it back over to, to how, how Jordan, because, you know, that kind of brought it up like how Jordan, you know, we we all the mythos says that it's the it's willpower right now. You got to think. A white man's willpower. Like what forges his willpower, really? You know, like he hasn't experienced as much adversity as a lot of people have. Um, he's, but he's Some still. Would say their willpower is lacking. I mean, one one could say that, but 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 he has a force of will. He has a sense of himself and a sense of righteousness. That entitlement. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and. And you know he doesn't have the most imaginative of comp of constructs. You know he's he's very kind of paint by numbers in terms of his constructs. But he still mm -hmm. believes in himself. He still believes himself to be the best. And what's That's delusional? I mean, what gets more wider than that, right? Like <laughs> he's like he doesn't necessarily show the this this um this fortitude, but he believes he has it. And the belief that he has it is what pushes him through. Like the white um, men make the book the secret. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast, the Black Eye Tips, um, but he has a concept called the Impossible White Man movie, um, where basically, you know, it's a certain genre of action movie where it's a, it's typically a white man who is just the best he is at what he does and they don't really go any further to explaining what how it is that he got that way and it's not important the important thing is that he's a white man and he gets into impossible he gets out of impossible situations often by just the virtue of white manness you know yeah. whether it's just like he, he he's often down on his luck but he finds a way of getting up on his luck um by the time the movie's over and you know, people are always telling them, you can't do that. You can't, you're breaking the rules. And he just keeps breaking the rules and it keeps working out for him. You know, like to me, Hal Jordan's the impossible white man, you know? And if you think about him that way, that it doesn't, it shouldn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but he's Hal Jordan, you know? So it, it ends up making sense for him. I was and John Stewart gets more shit about killing a planet than how Jordan ever did for being parallaxed. Sure. <laughs> like, that's you know? what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. How Jordan's the white man. You know? He is the, yeah. he is the white man. Right, Martin? He's the white man with the most powerful weapon in the universe and the will to use it. In its, and, and has used it for its most horrific purpose. But he felt bad about it. So everybody forgave him. Yeah, he said he was sorry. He said he was sorry. I mean, what more do you want, guys? Guys, you know, I mean, he he used the genocide power, and uh, and but he <laughs> it worked out pretty good so far. <laughs> Wait, did Hitler do the same? <laughs> oh, not. Oh. We we can't go Godwin on the podcast. Oh. We can just oh. dance around it. 
But um, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I know. only see in black and white. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I don't mean, see color. <laughs> I don't see color. <laughs> I just see green constructs. That would be hilarious if Green Lantern was like, I don't see color. <laughs> <laughs> they tell me my lantern is green. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I don't see color. Don't Every see lantern color. is equal to mine. All right, all lanterns matter. <laughs> isn't that what Jeff? Isn't that what Jeff Johns said? <laughs> Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns said all lanterns matter, and and I'm gonna stick with it. Well, didn't we have that storyline with blackest, you know, blackest night or whatever? It's I mean, the evil. It's the black ones coming to invade and destroy the mm, universe, and then the all powerful white light is what tell stops it, it. Tell it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just saying. So Jeff Johns you know, gave they, us. They turned Martin's man into a conquistador by giving him the white uh, the white lantern power. So Jeff Johns gave us all lanterns matter and black yep. is night. Right. <laughs> I'm just just so just saying, you know. And and he put Hal Jordan back in the saddle, you know, like he made the lanterns great again. Is what yes, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> MAGA, MAGA Lantern. Yeah, right. Actually, I mean, I guess, I mean, we joked about, we joked about. Wouldn't um, it be MAGA? I don't know. Well, I mean, Maga. the MAGA Lanterns are all red and they're the ragey ones. Yeah, it kind yeah. of fits. Well, MLGA. <laughs> what would the, no, I don't even want to think about what the MAGA constructs would be. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go there. A lot, a lot of nooses. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why, why, why are all your why are all your constructs involving lynching? <laughs> why why did you make a Confederate statue? <laughs> yeah, walk around. Like, I don't understand. Who's why did Nathan... you shoot Abraham Lincoln? What does that mean with anything? What is, yeah, oh, John Wilkes Booth? I don't get it. <laughs> why is there a cross burning? Like, does that even? What does that even do? <laughs> what does Jesus have to do with this, or Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why did I you use? Some... Why is there a big wall? Why is there a big green wall, guys? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Just <laughs> <laughs> the lander who doesn't ever want to help any alien. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm tired of protecting these shit old planets. <laughs> you know they don't ever send us their best aliens over. No, they're all rapists and murderers. <laughs> I'm sure a few very fine, oh, very fine no. aliens. Oh, oh man! Oh, exactly. well, come at, very, come at me, universe. Very, very fine, very fine aliens. That's right. Very fine aliens on both sides. Stand back. That Superman is nice. Stand back and stand by. Stand yeah. back and stand by, Yellow Lanterns. <laughs> is that the Maga, that's the Maga Lantern fucking motto. That's what they they, they chant to get their power. Stand back and stand by. Yeah, and they don't even say in darkest day or whatever in brightest. No. Yeah. In, to stop the darkest days, the, the whitest lights. In the whitest, the whitest day, in whitest day, in whitest night. There's no brown people be in my sight. Exactly. <laughs> Those crooked brown people. The oath. Uh, the proudest. He's the proudest lantern. The proudest boy lantern. <laughs> proudest oh. Boy lantern. <laughs> Sorry. 
Oh, great, guys. I'm on your second podcast. We're already going to get canceled. I'm just no, no, no. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> This is this is for the this is for the people that listen to it a hundred years from now. Right. I mean, we've been we've been going we've been going at it for like two hours. If you made it this far, you're just as complicit. <laughs> you cancel yourself. Yeah. <laughs> FBI has your name too. Yeah. Obviously, they already tracked you down. They have your IP um, IP address. That's right. But um, we should probably start winding it down. Uh, any 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 last words? Uh, did you uh, any? Do you have any racial draft sh- uh, shenanigans? Like I know you wanted to talk about the potential RPG um, for season uh, two. If you have any more thoughts about that, yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way. I thought it would be entertaining because everybody last time wrote such very elaborate and neat little things that I could somehow figure out a way to put them into a cohesive universe like i mean ideally it'd be fun if somebody could you know make a comic quickly just featuring everybody but that's like impossible and you know i mean not I impossible draw, if I draw... not impossible if we have patreon supporters uh special draft at patreon <laughs> yeah. um there you, you go know, so you, you could can... send everything to my cash app i mean to <laughs> racial draft <laughs> you know we want we would love a season one comic book but um, we don't have enough Patreon subscribers. Well, but maybe you, you should make an OnlyFans, Mike. Um, Patreon, Rachel Draft at <laughs> Patreon, um, and you know you guys can give the podcast money, and we can put that towards creative endeavors, uh, such as the season one comic, such as um, season two. Uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna push forward later in the year in about a month's time um, for season two. And there's going to be some slight changes, but nothing major. You're going to see your your different delegations in different places, uh, your favorite characters. Maybe maybe this maybe this time out, someone will will come up with a, an interesting idea for some of the characters that get racially drafted um, in terms of reimagining them in this new this new um, perspective. I suppose 2020 has brought us. Uh, different perspective on everything and 2021 if we're still here under a different <laughs> under a different political regime um, we can we can look back fondly at 2020 and hopefully the characters that we, we pick for the various delegations I'm still I'm still hoping that we can bring in some different some new delegations in uh, in season two if we can get it up to 10 delegations that would be awesome if you're like I said of- that goes wrong with it to, to the whole tabletop thing. I'm, I'm hoping to be able to take at least the first few drafts and actually, maybe run a game, maybe run it live with. Uh, I'll let your viewers pick on you, with some of your, uh, your favorite team captains and and run through the voice that they imagine in their head of the, of the new imaginings of X Y Z characters and it's I have a great put them in the universe. There you go. Put them in the universe and, and, and let it roll. We can just roll on and as we get a couple more drafts, we do another game and reflect those and see how they actually would interact in the universe that we're putting them in. Well well actually you know what? This is a good good time to ask you about that. Like I, I know I asked you before about how long a gaming session would go for. Um can can we do maybe like a two-hour gaming session? We could. I mean, I would say what we do before, say you start recording it, would be 
get all the pregame stuff out of the way, get everything going, you know, as far as we're ready and set and start that. And then we could do, you know, a two, two and a half hours run that time frame game. I what think, game uh, the, are you talking about? Um, so I like running RPGs of, I've got, I've, I don't know, I collect. So I have various role different play, systems. Role-playing games, Kia, sorry, yeah. just in case you... But tabletop role-playing games, everything's imagination and mind. I'm pretty sure we could, you know, donate to a few artists, a few starving artists out there, you know, get yeah. some actual artwork possibly done of these different imaginings, new imaginings of characters. Um, give a chance for anybody who's got something to promote to stick that out there. We could, yeah. we could do a little. Well, well one thing that I was thinking, in. one thing that I was thinking is that you know, since we still have a few more weeks before season two, if we get all the the picks from um, from from season one um, onto onto an RPG, and you know, get mm-hmm. as many captains or sorry representatives um, as possible on a show, and 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 basically do a, a session with with the, the different the different representatives uh, giving you know giving their characters uh, insight and, and moves for for what their characters would be doing that might be an entertaining couple of hours that we could put up on the feed yeah I think so I would say just mechanically I would probably want one offline to teach everybody okay. basically the rules so that way you're Wait, not you're gonna teach them how to role play Teach them the rules of the particular system. You know, the ins and, and the outs. There's, system. Yeah. You know, how this actually works, how um, the mechanics, <laughs> the actual nuts and bolts behind it works. My uh-huh. team, what? <laughs> and then, you know, then after that, then yeah, if you'd be yeah, ready to film. Fair game, right? Yeah. You just do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Stay, it, well, stay well, tuned. While. Well, what, what we might do is we might do a session and put a piece of the session on the podcast. It's not going to be free, is it? I was just about to say we could put a piece of the session on the podcast feed, but if you want to listen to the full session, you know, that would just be for our Patreon subscribers. Yet another reason to subscribe to Racial Draft on Patreon. Wait, you listen to it, you don't watch it? Oh, so I guess we could watch it. I guess you could, we could do it on... That's the fun on, part. Yeah, all right. Good idea. We'll... we'll yeah. Maybe. Okay. You know what? I'm not. I'm not going there. Look You're at not me. trading myself. Look at look at Kia. Look at I, Kia being. So hard for me because I'm trying to follow and I, my definition and your. De- first of all, RPG. I thought you were talking about some military shit at first, and then I realized that it's role play, and now I have a whole different idea of what role play is. I don't know what's going on here. And like, do I have to dress up like an anime character? Like, what's happening? I'll say what you, know, you could. I would fair. never tell you what clothes to wear. I would, yeah. If you want to dress like an anime character while we play a role playing game, only if you do it too, Mike. <laughs> I, do it too. I am going to be doing Sailor Moon. I'm what? going to be being the whatever the equivalent of the dungeon master is for this game. I am an impartial observer of the game. And I'm just going to keep the, the flow the flow moving. Well, that'd be my job running it. Mm, I think I could be Captain America. You could. <laughs> it's a really big package. <laughs> I, I, always wait. Always wait for the other shoe to drop. Always, always wait a beat. Wait a beat. She, she, she'll, she'll never let us down. <laughs> 
always keep you up. Yep, yep. And and I feel like that's a good note to end on. I feel like that's it's a great, great ending note. Guys, thank you so much for turning a couple of hours into straight shenanigans. Um, though, if this is your first episode, we apologize. Sorry. We apologize. It's not. Sorry in advance. It's not you should, always. Like, totally listen to like a couple before this. Yeah. This should not be the one that breaks you in. Yeah. This right. Exactly. This is not. No. This is not the break-in episode. Not. Not tender. Not sweet. N- none of those things. Right. Straight Snyder in you. <laughs> yeah, we're. We're we're giving you we're giving you more than you bargained for. <laughs> we're, mm-hmm. we're giving you we're giving That's you right. like like when you tell somebody it's only going to cost thirty million, it ends up being seventy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Up the upsell. <laughs> yeah. The, if you want the if you want the release that you that you that you want if you really want the release. You're gonna have to pay a little extra. That's 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 what they right. say. That's what and they say, say thank you afterwards. You know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want a happy ending, you're gonna have to pay even more extra. You know, so. And Wait, there you have it. Come it. With it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, when you're talking Snyder, you're talking about just because he's releasing doesn't mean you get to. <laughs> you could try to time it, but <laughs> time yet to be determined. Exactly. So keep motherfuckers. Oh. This this night. You have to make it weird. No. Oh wait, no. I make it weird again? What the we, fuck, guys? We always what make the it. fuck? This <laughs> <laughs> is a bullshit. Shit a bullshit. <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna be fun to record. I mean, not to record, to to edit. But um, all right. Every last words to uh, bring it home for till next week. Martin. Martin? Um, nah, I don't really got anything. I mean, uh, just like who who is ahead to head this time around? Oh, good. Yeah, good point. Uh, I'll. I'll I'll run down the head-to-head showdowns. Oh yeah, you know what? Since I've got since I, right, since I've got captains, I'm, I mean representatives rather. I may as well. Oh no, ask, I'm still a captain. I may as well ask. Uh, <laughs> quickly, the head-to-head showdowns for week five: the mm-hmm. multiracial delegation against the white delegation. Oh. Oh, didn't I already go against him and no, speed speed all over him? You did not. Uh, the Native American oh. delegation. Versus the Jewish delegation. Excuse me. The Polynesian delegation versus the black delegation. Mm-hmm. And in the main event, the main event, the Asian delegation against the Latinx delegation. Oh, Can you beat be... Batman? <laughs> well, <laughs> who's to say? I don't know. Remember, Batman always loses the first time up. Yeah, but this is week five. I'll see. Yeah, he's he's oh yeah he's got his prep time. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So quickly, again, tentatively, you guys have 24 hours to change it up. Multiracial. Who who are your five? Wonder Woman and who else? (laughs) I don't know. Did Deadpool do anything last week? 
not know. Uh, unfortunately, I do not have access to which books are coming out next week. That is uh, Sean's territory. But again, you can set your picks and then you can change them in the next 24 hours. But for the benefit of our listeners. Mm, I guess Wonder Woman. I guess Captain Marvel. I guess Batman. Batman. Mm, he's uh, not on your team. I just want to see my <laughs> in there. Oh, who's paying attention? Gosh darn it. Um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess Deadpool. Why not? Wow, Deadpool. Wow. You sure? Or well, you know, you have time to change it up. Yeah, I have time to change. Um, uh, Harley. I don't know. Harley. Harley upset me this week. Yeah, but, but she'd, she'd give her opportunity her to in. redeem herself. I'll put her in. All and right. I'm going to put in Cyclone. You mean Cyclops? That's what I said. No Captain America? <laughs> Captain America, did he put out for me last week? Uh, let's see how many Captain America points you left on the bench. Captain America put up. No points this past week. Exactly. He's that just terrible. means but that just means that this could be the week that he that he gets it done. Fine, but if he doesn't fuck me good. <laughs> that is that is very awkward. It's very awkward for really? somewhere somewhere Once Chris again, Evans. Really? Out of <laughs> all the things I ever said tonight, that was the awkward one. Really? Somewhere somewhere Chris Evans is, is wondering. Why he's tangled. Where I live, that's what he's wondering. <laughs> and uh, it's Flemington, New order? Jersey, buddy. Flemington, New Jersey. He's going to inject you with a super soldier serum. <laughs> <laughs> May he smite me and I never recover. <laughs> All right, Martine. Who are your five? So, once again, I looked them up prior to this oh you see he did his research well, he said it. can we just talk about martine being an overachiever for a second <laughs> oh and by the way to all british women martine is looking and on the prowl did you get get it do you ever get his uh twitter handle i have it <laughs> don't worry that's all i'm gonna be putting on twitter for like the next week Damn. <laughs> <Hashtag> british women <laughs> i i got you i got you martine all right, who are who are your okay. five, Martin? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Is he really a doctor? <laughs> yes, and stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. Superman. Wolverine. Wolverine. Sue Storm. Sue Storm. And, and Black Panther. Black Panther! The That's Black Panther. Oh, which reminds me. Wakanda Gate. <laughs> Wakanda Gate, yes. That's Wakanda exactly what I was going to say. Continues. And with the use of the, the Black Panther for the Latinx Chef, delegation. Do you know what Wakanda Gate is? Shep, do you know what Wakanda Gate is? No, I'm kind of missing this. Whatever, whatever we're going with is was that the vague part I caught on uh, 
on Twitter where y'all talking about the splitting up Wakanda or whatever? No, no, no. Wakanda Gate is the ongoing scandal of after after the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman, we thought that it would be an, a great gesture, a grand gesture, if the Latinx delegation uh, gave back uh, the Black Panther to the Black delegation as a as a as a uh, form of uh, tribute to to the passing, and uh, they've just continued to stonewall, continued to stonewall <laughs> they, they people. They put up a wall and said no. You know? they no, they well. haven't even said no. They're just they're just avoiding all the entreaties by the people to 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 give T'Challa back to the black ah. people. And you know, uh, pulling a pulling a Mitch McConnell. I got it. And yeah, they're just waiting it out. They're waiting it out. Uh, well, I guess Martini knows. Like next week is supposed to be the Avengers when you're starting the whole Phoenix tournament thing going, and so he wants to keep that up. Yeah, I so, believe that's next week, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes, it definitely is. And then you, he made he made some Black Panther points because you know he was in the, the Storms issue of the X Men. Yeah, he, he's 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 a he's an asset. Hmm. He's been an asset. Yeah, yeah I, I understand. He's an anchor team. And, you know, the black delegation could definitely have used the points. See, he, he needs an equal trade in return. The only thing I think that would be equal right now that they have would be that. Oh, no, it wouldn't be a trade. It, it would, that, you, yeah. you don't trade charity. But, <laughs> wouldn't it be easier to say just to give him up and let him float out so no one's making points off of him? So he can just float out as an icon? No. <laughs> then, then now you just went all Panthers matter on us. <laughs> you just, you just all Panther T'Challa. No, no, no. This is, this is specifically. Look, in my heart, yes, because I've been mad at Black delegation as soon as they passed them up. But you know, Martin wants especially, to win. And I respect the game. Hey, well, they've had a hard year. They've especially hard the year. fact that they have been, people were targeting T'Challa for like three rounds. They knew that he was on he was on the block. They knew people were, were trying to get him. The white delegation wanted him. The Latinx delegation wanted him. And they had many opportunities to draft him and protect him. And I, on one hand, I do think that we shouldn't reward their bad behavior. But on the other hand, we just suffered a tremendous loss. True. Mm-hmm. And it would be great for the, the healing of our community to have our hero back among us in the realm of the racial draft and the ongoing pain that is Wakanda Gate uh, shouldn't, shouldn't have been forgotten. And it's, good, it's a good note to end on. Martine, how do you say I don't give an F in Spanish? <laughs> really? No, no, no. Don't answer, don't answer that. That's pretty much what you're doing with Wakanda. Don't, don't answer so you that. You might as well say it. Don't answer that, Martine. Don't let don't let Kia bait you. In. I, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to be bilingual, and you're over here trying to cock block me. Gosh dang it. Kia is uncancelable. So don't let her. That is so Don't true. let her inability to be canceled. Like, you can't. You really can't cancel me. Like, don't let her inability to be canceled get you canceled. <laughs> Cancel collateral. Right. That's like that's like don't that's like don't walk don't walk, don't walk with Wolverine into the into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Only one person's coming out. <laughs>
So yeah, uh, Shep, do you want you want to get you want to get some get get a last get some last licks in before before the, the uh, end? Let's see. No, I'm got free. anything you want to pitch? Got anything you want to pitch? I wish I had a project to pitch, but you know, just living life. Just oh, voting's coming up. If you haven't voted, register to vote. You know, vote out the people you don't like, and uh, vote for me. <laughs> that's a better vote for you than Kanye. And, uh, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm pitching for that. My there's a lot of freeing uh, people who've been wrongly imprisoned projects probably in your area through a lot mm-hmm. of the protesting and everything else. So I would say throw your support. All That's right. It. As a good, wholesome, um, intelligent thought for the to end the show on to balance out everything that came before it. Are, are you just gonna you just gonna stop me from from ruining that? Like I mean I, that was that was pretty smart there, Mike. I mean <laughs> I mean, if we want to go out on a high note, we should probably. I mean, has that been the theme of tonight? High All right, Kia, go for it. What would you like I'm to only do? kidding. Go ahead. Kia I mean... says all crowns matter. <laughs> no, just mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, guys, all things are possible. <laughs>